That's Very a handshake, cool. folks. That is. That is a handshake, <laughs> That's the first one on the show. It's a new one. It's breaking yeah. new, new ground, one. dude. Yeah. We're not afraid to go where oh, people yeah. go, man. That's right. Are you guys already having fun using your golden shovels? <laughs> Boy, am I. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, are you ready to call this meeting to order? I am unbelievably ready, and so let it be called. Okay, so this one is a little different than so many we've done recently. That's correct. 100% different. 100% different. And the primary reason why it's different is because you are sitting in the room with me again. That's uh, correct. One of our favorite places to be is in the same room recording. That is correct. (laughs) And so we've done this... This is our third or fourth time? This is our fourth time. Okay, I couldn't quite remember. Yeah, fourth time. Yeah, okay, so here we go. But, but it's different in another regard as well. It is a little bit different. Because today, we're doing something we've only done one other time before. And one of the best times before. Yeah, maybe the best time. I, I would wager to say that it is the best. The it, best. Okay. Well, that means that I have to introduce two special guests that are joining us today. Special is a good word. Yeah, and al- and although they've been on the show the one other time, this is the first time they've attended a staff meeting. Oh, that's right. They have not attended staff a staff meeting, meeting because the last time they were here, those didn't exist. That's right, as far as I remember. At that time, we were still doing the kind of bush league productions of the uh, this week today. That's right. It was in, the, in, that's in, right. in its infancy, and since then, we've taken it to a whole new level. That's because of all that ground we broke. Yes. <laughs> so, and I see you brought your golden shovel. Uh, in hand as usual. I have mine as well. Perfect. And we brought two extra for our special guests. We have spares. So let's go ahead and introduce them. Let's do it. First, longtime friend of mine. He's also famous for an episode he did that we called Catharsis. <laughs> the great John McKay. Hey. hey! Glad to be here, gentlemen, once again. And I, and Hi, I quote you from the last time you were, that we did this together. I always think about it. I forgot what the context was, but your punchline was, <laughs> and then, then we have the sweet release of death. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do remember making that statement. John, thank, thank you so much. I'm glad that was my gift to you. Thank you. No, 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 no. It was a gift to Adam and the rest of the listening audience. <laughs> That's true. It was a gift to all of us. Hundreds of emails about that one. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, let's introduce our second guest. Mm. He is a person who has frequently appeared on the show. His role on the show is very confusing, both to me and everyone that's ever listened. That's true. I tried to make him the co-host. Most recently, he claimed he's the host. Mm. So let's just stick with that, and let's introduce the host of Gravity Beard. (laughs) Welcome, Greg. Thank you, Welcome. Thank you. Welcome. everyone. Every, I'm glad you could join me today on my show. Yeah, we yeah. are too. It's so important yeah. to have the host here. Uh-huh. It, right. it, it, really it really is. is. So, Greg, I'm are glad you s- you've been guest hosting you two for the past <laughs> two years. <laughs> we've been three, it three, three, three years. years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you don't even know how long we've been. Well, co- I've been on about a show. year, so <laughs> I give you guys the last two. Okay, so Greg, are we sticking with that? You're the host of the show. I am the absolute host. But you're of this often show. you're often too busy for Tope on the Street recordings. Correct. Right. Yeah. You're never available for those. Busy for that. Yeah. No, you were on the last one. You weighed yeah. in with Cow Tongue Soup. You squeezed in because yeah. it was Cow about Tongue soup. soup. Yeah. 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 There was a second soup also, and I don't remember what it was. Hmm. I think it was sheep penis soup. <laughs> 
I don't remember that I one. I don't recall no. the phrase no. sheep penis being on the show. That would be offensive. <laughs> yeah, that's an offensive that, suit. That's an offensive suit. Okay, well, let's See? table Let's table offensive uh, soup pretty talk. Pretty sure that one... Uh, most offensive soup. Yeah. Well, it, it does now. If it didn't uh-huh. previously, it's the most offensive soup yeah. now. I hope we have time to get to a segment of that today. I hope we do as well, but you just don't <laughs> just know. No. Oh, the man. show know that that's, oh, what, that's how we keep them in suspense. <laughs> will we? Will we not? That's I don't right. know. <laughs> it's hard to say. But what we're, we haven't, the four of us have not gotten together in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Back, on, back on episode 100 is when we did this the last time. That's right. So Greg was nice enough to have us all over to his apartment. Thank you, Greg. And, yes. and we're, we're sitting around the small laminate table in his kitchenette. Yep. Thank you for having us. Yeah. It's exciting to be here. And, and I want to turn to John because, John, you made the trek across town. All the way. God, it probably took me 20 minutes. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. The sacrifice, I mean, how guys. was the traffic? Oh God, it was horrible. You know how you, yes. you've heard me. That's I had the catharsis episode yeah. on Dallas traffic. So yeah, well, and I explained right. to Greg you know yesterday that um, that you have. I, you oh, know, oh, wait, let me get this. We've oh, discussed on the show before, John. <laughs> that <laughs> we've discussed on the show before, John. That you have a knack. Everyone, everyone's got uh, a weird superpowers. A special weird yeah. superpowers. Yeah. Yours is finding traffic when there shouldn't be any traffic. <laughs> That's a terrible superpower. Yeah. Darn it. On, on a day or a time Would you in a place. you define that as a superpower? Yeah. Un, under the or heading of, of, odds, of odd superpowers, that's your superpower. Yeah. On a day or a place or time when no one else is experiencing Sunday traffic. Sunday at 2 o'clock. Yeah, you no, somehow. There was, there was no traffic today. It was So my powers are, are failing, which well, I must say I'm happy. But I think you have to acknowledge that you have that superpower. <laughs> it feels like it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. And, and Adam... Yes. Although you are not specifically by name the road warrior, that person right. that person is Jerry Orn, and we will not take that away from him. No, never. In but in recent weeks and months, you've done what can only be described as an insane level of traveling. That's pretty accurate. Yeah. Yeah, it's brutal. So you just came in from Las Vegas. Yeah. You had a six five. 5.30 or 6 o'clock flight this morning. Boarded at 5.30, left at 6. Picked you up at the airport. Wow. Had yeah, that, lunch. That sucked. <laughs> yeah, had From lunch. Vegas, nonetheless, Because <laughs> yeah, we were too. on the strip last You're night. You're at home, right. <laughs> it's and, a little different. And folks, I just want you to know that that Adam did Vegas like few people would do Vegas. He was there for a week and a half. <laughs> Who does that? This I've guy, never heard baby. of it. Yeah. <laughs> Me, baby. Me. Let's and he looks great. I mean, it looks fine. Yeah, yeah. Let's like, have people have died he's from that. nothing wrong. He's like, great. That is the mark of an experienced traveler <laughs> yeah. because he got up super early. He probably stayed up too late last night. Oh, he yeah. just spent 10 days in Vegas and he looks as chipper as can yes, be. He looks way better than we do. <laughs> yeah, I actually yeah. feel very poorly. <laughs> Hey, because you had to wake up and get pick him up at the airport right. at 11. Right. Yeah. I barely made it. Yeah. To be fair, that's way yeah. across town. So <laughs> he had right. a long drive ahead of him. <laughs> I had to get on more than one freeway to get there. Yeah. Oh. And you didn't run it's into traffic like you. John, though. It's no. Right. No, yeah. no, no, no. Had I been with him, he'd yes. be screwed. Yeah, that's why John <laughs> actually wanted so to late. John asked if he could come hey to the guys, airport to pick up Adam, and I said, hell no. carpool with me? Yeah, not, not going to happen. <laughs> no one's ever going to carpool with you. The carpool lane will be broken down, and the regular lane will be flying by. <laughs> well, actually, uh, I think um, the reality of that is is that we had no need. The invention of the HOV lane didn't even exist. Or had, we had no need for it until John McKay got his license. <laughs> yeah. Right. At the age Y'all of 16. Y'all didn't feel that, like, shift in uh-huh. the universe? That's true. Yeah. yeah. 
But today's a big day because we've got a big it episode. And we've got all of us together. And mm-hmm. then immediately when I, this is not something I brought to the show yet, but immediately following this very recording, Adam and I are going to hop in the car Whoa. and we're heading down to a comedy club here in Dallas because I will be performing on stage yes, in my level will. two improv showcase, my baby improv group showcase. Yeah, buddy. Immediately after this. So it's going to be magical. I just wanted, I, want, <laughs> I don't so want to. Hopefully everybody can go down and see you. Yeah. So everyone listening. Live. <laughs> live broadcast. <laughs> yes. Come down and see right. me this afternoon. But I just wanted everyone to know that I've enlisted in improv classes for the benefit of the show and the audience that so we can bring a better and product I, to I you. I want to just tell you, I can tell a real difference in this. Can you? Yes. Yeah. You've no, been amazing. Now that I've taken eight weeks yes. of improv classes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How are the numbers? Actually, you know what it's not? It's like 14 weeks. I've taken two classes. Really? Yeah. Have the numbers, like, have you seen them just oh, skyrocket? Huge spikes. Yeah. yeah. Huge spikes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 We're really mm-hmm. seeing uh, the difference. Yeah. It's, I, I, yeah, the, the interaction online. Right. It's, it's all the whole thing. Sponsorships. Right. Yeah, it's really complicated. <laughs> nice. It's complicated. We Do won't we need to stop for a sponsorship right now? <laughs> Not, not oh. right now. Oh, okay. We'll, we'll yeah, get to that. Mid-show okay. roll. Mid-show yeah, roll. Mid- <laughs> thank, yeah, mid-roll. Thank you. We don't want to bog you down with technical terms you don't understand. <laughs> right. so there'll, there'll, be a, there'll be a mid-roll later in the show. There's a lot of those. That terms. term will make sense once it happens. You'll go, oh, yeah, yeah. The I remember you mentioned mid-roll. That's yeah. a mid-roll. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get the show started. Let's do And this. that's going to require us to circle back around to Adam. Oh, I don't mind that, guys. Oh, yeah. I don't I mind know, that at all. It's all about me, baby. That's right. Me. Because you. Just last episode, at the top of that show, we mm-hmm. had a brief conversation, and you put a pin in it. You said, we're not going to talk about that. Yeah. Let me just play the audio. All right. This is going to be good, guys. Mm-hmm. It is. Just wait. <laughs> Cannot wait. Dude, I have a Pandora's box of stuff that's about to get opened. Well, I don't, I don't want to make the same mistake I did previously and blow that comment <laughs> off. It feels like something I should dig into, but... <laughs> No, no, no. I I will absolve you this time and tell you that um, when when I when I see you again, all will be revealed. At the time of your choosing, you're going to circle back to that comment and explain what that means. It's going to be great, and you're going to play the audio clip, and I'm going to then say, "Hey, bro, this is what's going on." (laughs) Nice. Okay. Well, I am both excited to hear what that means, and I'm sure the listener feels the same. I, I can't imagine they wouldn't feel the same. Exactly. Hey, okay. bro. Huh. This is what's going to happen. Oh, <laughs> oh, he did so, say it. As promised. A Pandora's box is something that is open and changes the world. All right? This Br- brace. Okay, so, so so you've said, hey, bro, so we know what's coming. <laughs> so that, that is the indication based on that clip that this is the time of your choosing. This is the time of my choosing. Now, in this Pandora's box... I'm going to pull out one item because I have that ability. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. But it is life-changing. Okay. All right. I'm excited. Let's see. What's today? Uh, in approximately nine days, I will have completed my move to Austin, Texas. I'm wow. coming to town. Boys. Gonna be what? what? Yep. A kind of Texan. Whoa. <laughs> We're a very liberal Texan. <laughs> Did either of you know that? No, I did not know that at all. He is he a longtime resident of Miami, Florida. Florida yeah. But for only a years. few days longer because he is relocating wow. to Austin, Texas. I'm moving, baby. That's, wow. that's a way better way of life. Good job. <laughs> Thank you, sir. But you love Florida. I do yeah. love Florida. I know you've talked about it many a times. <laughs> I so, do. I do. Is this a really sad time for you? You know what? No. Um, okay. I have lived my life as a nomad, as a, mm-hmm. as a wanderlust. But you've lived in Florida your whole life. Uh, 22 oh, well, years, yeah. yeah. 
yeah, yeah. So I mean, so like I was not in Charlotte really before a nomad. That. If you've been living well, but I travel a lot. I travel a lot. I just kind of yeah. have a home home yeah. camp. Right. It's a right. camp. Okay. Right. But you know, I wagon wheel right. through my way. Uh-huh. A little tent. <laughs> yeah. Popped up. A little, <laughs> a little tent. Yeah. yeah. You pitched a tent, uh-huh. as it were. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we're my my wife's job actually is oh, uh, wow. they're like, hey, we love you. Please move to Texas, and she says no. Oh, oh, she did. She did, and it was like, I mean, because there's five of us, you know, right, like right. it's us two plus yeah. the kids, and it's right. like, yeah, it's really tough. And yeah. so they're like, please, and she's like, all right, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, who knew? The second oh, please, like, was, hell no, get out of my face. Yeah. Well, see, that's good nego- negotiations on <laughs> right. please. I right. always say no the first time, and they're like, God, always we really like you. I'll yeah. be there tomorrow. And you go, I'm sorry. And they go, please. And you go, damn it, I can't do anything else now. My hands are tied. Politeness gets you everything. Yep. Yeah, no, they, they're uh, so good to her, and they, they made it work, and so we're all, we're all going, man. We, we're really excited. It's a great actually. place to live. Yeah. That's what I've it's heard. It's a really cool city. Yeah. <clears throat> we I, have, I've used my superpower down there for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> well, the good thing is I work from home, so I don't need, I will not oh, be affected. I will not be brother. under the influence uh, of your superpower. But uh, we have, I mean, it, unless, you know, like some crazy thing happens, we, uh, we went to Austin. We looked at 16 houses in two days. <laughs> 10 on the first day. It's brutal. And uh, we found a house and and then they were like, like, no. And then we made an offer, another house and they're like, come back with some ridiculous offer. But then our dream house calls and say, Hey, listen, if you're down, this is what we'll offer you. And it was perfect. It was exactly what we wanted. Nice. Congratulations. Thank you, man. Yeah. Yeah, Thank you. That's a handshake. That is. That is a handshake. (laughs) That's the first one on the show. It's a new one. It's breaking new ground, dude. We're not afraid to go where people go, man. That's right. Are you guys already having fun using your golden shovels? (laughs) Boy, am I. I can't. What's really exciting, aside from a huge personal change for you and your family, is we've discussed implications on the show of this move. Because obviously Miami is very far from here. Austin is very close to here. That's correct. And so we've begun at least talking about conceptually what it would be like for us to do more shows together in person. Mm -hmm. But more specifically, we're going to effort to start doing some live shows around town in both Dallas and Austin. Which we're going to call Gravity Beard Live. Yes. And, and Working title. We, we Working don't, title, we don't, right? we don't have any idea how to do that, how to find those opportunities. But today, like we've joked, it could, it could be the corner of a potbelly. Uh, t- tomorrow, <laughs> right. tomorrow, it could be in a the potbelly loft. Yeah, we you could know, do a you podcast climb up there, and you podcast from there. You know, what we could do. I like we it. find a captive audience that can't go anywhere. That's true. Here we go. I have the equipment. We could do a live show home. in the parking lot of Franklin's Barbecue. Oh, because you know they're going to be there all day. Oh, right. great point. <laughs> Where are you going to go, guys? Right. Listen. But the point, the, the point is, is we're going to begin Do investigating you want barbecue. <laughs> we're going to begin investigating what it takes to create opportunities for us to do the show live on location, different places. Yeah. And then just build from there. And we hope we can build a local following in Dallas and in Austin, and and see where that takes us. I think that the world is going to be... And we've got, of course, we've got these guys here in Dallas, but we've also got friends down in Austin. And so we hope to have guests from both places on the show on a regular basis. We better. And then the other thing that we're going to do is we've already discussed using a wireless mic and doing some crowd work. Okay. So I'll I'll be out in the crowd asking (laughs) if I can share someone's sandwich, those types of things. And And I'll be heckling him from the stage. And he'll be heckling me. And so... It's really one of those things that could take us a lot of different places, so we're excited about it. Yeah, like Franklin's Barbecue. Like Franklin's Barbecue. 
than any Come other bar down. in the world. Really, any imbibing and any live this. location, any location that someone will let us record a podcast where we can interact with the people in the building. Probably literally anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it would be kind of funny if we did like a higher concept and just like did like at a restaurant and just didn't engage anyone. We just recorded our <laughs> podcast and that's it. I'm like, you're welcome. Excuse me, waiter. And take a table like in the middle of the dining room. Right. right. Not off in the corner. No, we're going to put it on the PA so everybody can hear us recording it. <laughs> but we're not going to talk to anyone. You're going to talk about people in there though. That would yeah, be awesome. Yeah. yeah. Look for at this sure. guy. Yeah, and I, maybe I will use the wireless mic, but I won't talk to them. I'll just right. stand right next to them and talk, talk about them. them. Yeah. You just slowly lean the mic over towards their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, those are a couple of big announcements. Yeah. Adam, congratulations. Thank you, man. We've talked thank about you. this a lot leading up to this. So yeah. obviously, very I'm very excited. Thank you. Big congratulations. Thank text. you very much. I hope that the audience hearing this is as excited as I am. Thank about you. this whole transformation about what uh, what could occur in the future. Thank you, man. I know that I am I share in that, and I appreciate all of your yeah. congrats. And you got your dream house? What? Yeah, yeah right? exactly. What? This is crazy. Okay, well, let's move on to our more normal business. We'll kick things off with our agenda and the way we normally do, and that is by looking over our list of top contributors. This is big. I'm, I'm actually kind of very curious about this because of the recent standings. Have I made the list yet? Greg, you're not even on Facebook. Oh. So the answer is no? The answer is most definitely no. It's yeah. a solid no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's get right into this. So at number 10 is Andrea Blucas. Oh, yeah. Nice. Number nine is Brisky Cawthon of Turn of Phrases and the Podfix oh, Network. No. Classic Brisky. Number eight is... Classic being number nine? Is that what... Well, she's classic. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Statement of title. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Number eight is Leslie Morgan. Man, she she's is always on there. She is. Number yeah. seven Major is contributions. Chris Turdevoss of Podcast 42, also of the Podfix Network. Podfix like a mother. <laughs> Number six <laughs> is Jim Weir. Oh, the Colonel. Jim. The Colonel himself. Colonel's always there providing his insights, <laughs> his knowledge. And that brings us to the top five, gentlemen. His recipes. And if you listen to the show, if you listen to the show for a long time, you will maybe have picked up that every time I say, hey, this is what it's been for a long time, this probably isn't going to change. For some reason, that seems to trigger a big change. <laughs> so let's get into the top five. This is going to be big. So big change, huh? Number five is Luke. Not that surprising. Been in the top five many times yeah. for a long time. Number four guy. is Tiff. Yeah, she has been in the busy in the kitchen recently. Yes, she has, and she's kind of <laughs> she's kind of retooled what she does. Yeah, and, and that's it's, true. It's, it's just as cool as it was before. Number three is the king of the internet and one of our favorite people, Elimination Paul. Elimination Paul is the best. Here's the part that's going to blow your mind. In the number two spot. <laughs> <laughs> a person who I would have sworn could not be unseated <laughs> under any and all circumstances. In the two spot is Keith Gala of the pop-up film cast in the Podfix Network. Dude, this, I mean, explosion sound effects. This is a crazy change. <laughs> it's like when Buster Douglas well, knocked out Mike Tyson. That's exactly yeah. right. Is it a summertime yeah. thing? 
No. Did he go on vacation? It is, I will tell of? you. I don't think so. I will tell you it is not. Keith has been as active as ever, but there's been one person. The there's been one person that somehow, some way, when we all thought it was impossible, has overtaken Keith for the number one spot. That person is Carrie Dykes. Hey, Carrie, with her jokes of the day. She's coming in hot. Unbelievable. I don't even know what to say about this. How long has Keith been the number one? I don't know the exact amount of time, but for quite some time. Man, I guess he got tired of MVPing all over the place. Well, you know, about that, I I, I think Once you're at the top, there's no place to go but (laughs) but down. You know... In response to that, he still, I think, is MVPing like he never has been before. That's fair. But someone just out MVP'd him. Well, I, you know, Keith Keith had give, is contributes in a really broad range of ways, just in many many different ways. That's right. true. And Carrie is is kind of singularly focused and just does an incredible job with what she does. Yeah. So I, I don't. I'm not saying that this result this means that Keith is not still the MVP. But he's not our number one contributor, according to the stats. In this, in this latest round of... Right. In this instance, he has been overtaken. That's mm. right. I think that's a good assessment. He's still MVP. For sure. For this sure. is like when Tiger Woods got knocked off. Yeah, you know, it? it's it's hard to stay yeah. at the top it's all kind of the time. a sad day. You know? right. Yeah, you don't have to win every game to be the best. Yeah, that's true. I bet next time uh, that will Did he? be corrected. Challenge will be accepted. Why are you coming around and after him with the golf club? Well, anybody. I know, <laughs> I know Leslie's worried because she's going on vacation soon. And she's going to lose her placement. Ooh. She's going to have to uh, contribute a lot. Well, for it, vacation. In your response, in response to what your comment, John, anybody that has done the work to earn the title of MVP yeah. is not going to take news like this lightly, right? <laughs> oh no, no, they're going to hit the gym harder. They're going to yes. right. That's this, correct. His fingers might start bleeding from all the posting. Well, you know that means though Partly that the carpal tunnel. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I was just going to mention too. Now that I know this is possible, <laughs> I'm actually going for the number one spot next week, next month. It has to be organic, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's I think, Greg, you're going to have to. He's going to have to get a robot. You're going to have to create a <laughs> to Facebook for profile first. <laughs> got to be number one. Ding. <laughs> Just you're going to have a meme page. I'm, I'm creating one right now, Chris. Well, I'm going to pull the curtain back and just in his head. tell everyone that I offered to create you a Facebook post simply just so you could be in the group. That's right. He did. And you declined. That's because I want to create mine right now. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> All right. Well, just outside the top 10 are a, a few other really terrific contributors. Uh, Tori, Casey, uh, Vlado, uh, Bonnie, and Laura. Oh, and of course, so that we've said this many times before. That barely scratches the surface. We have so many really, really terrific contributors in the group. So. Agreed. Agreed. And I just want to say, you're all going down. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Shots fired. Not, on, not on your account, just anyways. You wait. <laughs> you're announcing me as champion next month. Valerie, I need you to keep posting to this. Facebook group. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? What do you have me do? Actually, you know what? Val is not in the group. She's she's welcome to join, but oh, okay. I, I don't think she's in the group. She's been on the show though. She has been on the yeah. show. I was kind of hoping she was here today, yeah. so she could be on the show she's today. Not, yeah. yeah, that's a shame. Dang it! All right, we also have gentlemen, some new interns that have joined the group. Yes. Oh. Which is a big deal. We've had like a huge influx. It's, yeah, it's been quite of a quite a bit lately. Yeah, we've and had a steady I, wave the last last few months. So here started our, once you start doing improv. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah, maybe yeah. so. Yeah. See, Spending see how I'm branching out for the, for the benefit of the show. That's right. <laughs> Actually, Adam nor his wife had any interest in moving, but Adam was like, "Hey, honey, it'd be great for the podcast." And she's like, "Oh, well, I didn't think of that." And so yeah. that's that it's was true. the impetus yeah. behind the entire effort. Yeah, can't right. be selfish. No, 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 no. She's very selfless. So here's our newest interns. Uh, first is Alex Marion. 
Alex Marion is an incredibly talented person and part of a fantastic sketch group that has a podcast called Release the Clowns out of the UK. Yes. They're unbelievable. And if you've not heard Release the Clowns, please check it out for your own benefit. And that's where I got my text tone that's right. that I saved for you. <laughs> that's right. Do you want to tell everyone every time I text you the sound you hear? It goes, I have Goebbels. <laughs> <laughs> which, which came from a sketch that they wrote and performed on their show yeah. for us. Yeah, they specifically wrote for us. Ah, yeah. perfect. Yeah. It was really good. Yep. Okay. Additional. So thank you, Alex. And thanks for joining the group. Thanks, Alex. And uh, we would encourage you to have um, Nick Hildred and the other guys from the, come join the group. Yeah. Everybody can join us. Uh, Also, Shelby McDonald. Now, Shelby is from the League of Maine podcasters from the state of Maine. Wow. Never heard of that. And I don't know how she found us, but she did. And now she's joined our group. So welcome, Shelby. So the League of M-A-N-E yes. podcasters, yeah. not M-A-I-N. Like primary, oh, okay. primary podcasters. Oh, yeah. No, it's the League of Maine podcasters. Wait, wouldn't it be M-A-I-N-E? Huh. Yeah. They formed oh, a yeah. league. M-A-I-N. Not like hair. No, I was talking about like a, a, like a horse. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole collection they're, of podcasts they're, about they're horse enthusiasts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Next is uh, Luke Morales. Luke is another member of my improv troupe. Uh, so welcome, Luke. Uh, just about. So I was right about the improv having an effect on this. <laughs> oh whole yeah. Thing. No, I would say all but maybe just two or three of members of my troupe have now joined the group. It's wow. been great. That's great. Next is Peter Bible, and I posted this in the group. But this this was a guy that accidentally ended up in a group text. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is what? awesome. <laughs> I won't read it. It was posted in the group, but yeah, he accidentally in a group ended up in a group text. That was sent out to me and several other people. Really? Yeah, about getting T-shirts, free huh. T-shirts. Was actually <laughs> oh yes, did he at least get one? <laughs> yeah. Did he get one? I don't know yet. I mean, he should have. I don't know. You included him. I don't know. Well, he, he certainly so, he provided his size. So he was included in the text, and then and then he said, "Hey, I think I don't think I'm supposed to include this. I don't recognize any of these numbers." And I responded with, "Hey, man, don't blow this. You're about to get a free T-shirt." <laughs> right. and, he, and he immediately responded with, "Small." <laughs> All right. Perfect. I was like, okay, that's better. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I, I don't, I don't know Peter, but he seems like a really funny guy. And now one he's in thing our group. led to another. That's right. And yeah, now right. they're talking. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's. And finally, uh, a, a very recent uh, addition, a new intern, is a friend of the Road Warrior, Jerry Orn. Yes. Uh, that is his friend, Brandon Kelly. So welcome, Brandon. Welcome, all new welcome, interns. Brandon. This was fantastic. Yep. All right, let's move on to August birthdays. Perfect. Mm. Now, normally we would do birthdays after the month started, but we're, just, we're on a summer schedule, so I want to make sure we got them in before the month was wasted away. Yes. And we actually have a much longer list of birthdays than we typically do, so let me just run right through these. Mm-hmm. On August the 2nd is the birthday of Steph Robinson. Yes, yes. Someone that John and I know. Happy birthday, Steph, if you're listening. That's right. 8-7 is Tiff Franks. Yay! Right. Also on the 7th is my former college roommate, Doug Dishman. Oh, nice. On the 14th is the wife of Chris Brayton, uh, formerly of More Good Than Podcast, Elise Brayton. So happy birthday to her. you've stayed at their house. I have. Yeah. Went out to Bakersfield, California. Cool. Had a lot of fun. Uh, In fact, both Noah and Liam still ask me, when are we going back out to California? (laughs) Really? Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. Because Liam went, so now Noah thinks it's his turn because I went ah, with just Liam. Right. So now Noah wants to know Is when that he what gets... they were having a conference on the other day in our, mm-hmm. in That's right. our conference room? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. On the 15th is Jeff Morrow. Oh, oh you guys okay. Know. Okay. On the 17th is the birthday of Matt Brooks. 
Oh, uh, we hope. Wow. Wow. Yeah, we uh, hope he makes it. Of the uh, the two episodes we called, at least you're not Matt Brooks. Those were fascinating. Start drinking again. And Which I loved his comment on the soup episode is he regrets giving that much information. He's like, oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Don't have any regrets, my friend. <laughs> we so we feel quite a bit differently about it than you do. <laughs> <laughs> on the 21st is a member of our Eat Anything Boys, Brian Shampoo. Ah, Brian Shampoo. Classic. On the 22nd is Josh Denman. On the 24th is Science C. McScience Face, Corey McCord. Oh, Corey McCord. Yep. Yeah. God, so nope. many in August. Yep. Yeah, tons. The 25th is the aforementioned Andrea Blucas. Yes. On the 27th is Chris Birkenbein. Oh, he's awesome. A member of our Science Committee on Sciencing. One of my favorite names. <laughs> it is a great name. It was a great name. I and think he's a he, great dude. Didn't he come up with that? Probably. I think he came up with the, the name of the committee. On the, also on the 27th is Haley Gray. Haley Gray, nice. And rounding out the month on the 30th of August, my longtime friend Dave from Cleveland. <laughs> Sweet. Wow. Happy birthday, everybody. Who's not yeah. heavily involved, but he just kind of lurks in the background. He does. Yeah. And I wish he had time or was more involved because Dave is actually very, very funny. We're, we're not able to enjoy his humor because he's got other things going on, but he's a very funny person. I mean, I feel like that if he's a part of this organization, that it's going to be pretty funny. Yeah, for sure. Okay, now I want to do something that we've never done before. And it was actually one of the main reasons why I wanted to get all of us together for the episode. We just got to this later. This is later in the calendar than we meant to do this. We actually yeah. were going to do this, I don't know, back in February yeah, or March, February, maybe. Yeah. yeah. And that is, I want to go over some gravity beard milestones and anniversaries that we've passed. That's right. Now, these are milestones, not kidney stones right. that we're oh. passing. Right. Oh, that's a good point. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Those are a lot less painful. Things. Right. Yeah, they're yeah. good milestones. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really glad you made that, that clarification. Yeah, I was so confused. <laughs> okay. It was going like, to be really why uncomfortable. Why are we celebrating these <laughs> kidney stones? <laughs> why do we come on a podcast <laughs> and how do we all have kidney stones at the same time? What a coincidence. We're in sync. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, we are in our fourth year of the show. That's correct. Which actually is a decent amount of time. That's a long time for a show to exist. Yeah, dude. All right. So as a result, we've accumulated some milestones. So I'm just going to share some, some birthdays of the show. I'll just kind of go in sequence of how they hit the calendar. On April 24th, and the first one we did was 2017. So two years ago, this past April, that was our very first This Week Today Yeah, that we ever did. And w- this is episode 78. So we've done 77, 78, including this one since that was conceived. That's a lot of shows. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of shows. <laughs> that's right. On May the 2nd in that same year of 2017, that's when we started the Underdog Podcast community. That blew up immediately. <clears throat> yeah, and today it's got over 2,400 members. That's awesome. So wow. it, it's a it's a pretty decent-sized group out in the independent podcast community, so I'm pretty proud of that. Uh, and it still serves the purpose. So if, if you've got yeah. questions or just looking for a community of indie podcasters, that's the place. So search 100%. Underdog mm-hmm. Podcast community on Facebook too. No, you're not gonna. You, you're not even hey, on it's Facebook. A possibility. It's not even a close to a possibility. I think I'm going to do. He it. just signed up with uh, for Facebook on yeah. his watch. Oh, as well. nice. Okay. Yeah. On your watch. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. okay. Using his MindSpring account. <laughs> 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 on May the 13th is, which w- this is the first year anniversary. We're this past May, May 13th, 2018. Was the formation of the Gravity Beard Interns. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> so if you want to know when the, the group was actually formed, the date is May 13th. That's... May 13th. So we just celebrated that anniversary. And then... I feel like on, you need a plaque. I do too. Would yeah. You, will you, will you give me sure. a plaque? <laughs> or you can make trophy. a virtual plaque and post it on the internet. What about a, what about a trophy? 
That's more appropriate. I is feel like that tr- is that a trophy? What about yeah. a championship belt? Like, like it can yeah. Keep it. Oh, there, yeah. damn came it. In first. Yeah. I had a good joke too, yeah. but that's way better oh, than anything oh. I was gonna say. <laughs> Dang oh, it! Creative yeah. Facebook. Group. <sighs> I ruined. I'm sorry. So genius I'm though. Sorry. The belt. Mm, always the belt. On June the seventeenth. <laughs> sorry, I have this vision of like the wrestler of Chris shirtless. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Speedo prancing around with his belt. Like, Girl! that is the right vision. Has, has hundred and forty-five pounds. Right, so. right, and then people forcing soap into their eyes. <laughs> And then, <laughs> then you walk Forcing around. it in their eyes. Yeah, just squeeze it. <laughs> such a violent vision. Man. See, and then with, with that going on, then you walk around and like record people in your office with Tope on the street for offensive <laughs> right. suits. Yes. So you have Beautiful. to deal with like Chris standing next to you talking, you know, with, with nothing the belt, but the, with with the, the belt bikini. over his shoulder, right, right. but just the Speedos. That's right. And a microphone. A lot, a lot of like Vaseline or... Uh, baby oil on? Yes. Whatever. Yeah. I've, yeah. Got, a, I've got a natural Sweating. sheen. Super tan. <laughs> Sweating like you have malaria. No, no. no, I have a natural sheen, so I don't need those things. So yeah. you have a yellow tint, kind of like jaundice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also a bit jaundice. <laughs> wow, you've got a really good color. It's <laughs> just... You've been tanning? No, it's just jaundice. <laughs> All right, so... On June, get you some. on June the 17th... Get you some jaundice? Get you some jaundice. <laughs> We're celebrating the first wow. year anniversary of another thing Oh, sorry. on June the 17th, and that's the first staff meeting. Oh, because that was when it had converted over from hotline messages. That's Well, we, that includes hotline, hotline minisodes. So, they okay. Were, so okay. we did the very first hotline minisode that released on June the 17th. Of course, those transformed into staff meetings. That's right. And, and we've now passed the one-year mark on we those. We did it. Yeah. We did it, guys. Takes and congratulations. Takes a village. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? It does. It does. <laughs> and then, uh, and maybe the most significant of all of these milestones or anniversaries is back on June the second, we celebrated the third anniversary of this very show. Yes. Yeah. The, yes. the official birthday of the Gravity Beard Podcast. That was the very beginning, and we have done two hundred and thirteen episodes. That's a lot of shows. That's dude. a lot of content. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. There's some hey, milestones and anniversaries. Um, I mean, congratulations on creating this whole, like, <laughs> great, you know, ridiculous environment. Yeah. Nice. I remember the first conversation I had with Chris about this. He goes, what do you think about this name? Gravity Beard. I was like, what the f- What is that? <laughs> I was like, why? He's like, I don't know. It just came to me. You were talking to some buddies of yours, and I think it it came it came off of my of my curated band list that I'd been putting together for years. <laughs> and that's right, okay. I remember the band list. But but I knew, which is continuing to grow. But I knew that when John responded that way, I'd hit on the right name. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's it. That's it. If nobody knows if what's I going on. I immediately observe the absurdity. It's a winner. It's like yeah, that's all I need to know. All right, so there you go. I wanted to. Sh- I think it was enough time has passed, and we acu- I, I went back and looked at those dates. I thought it was appropriate to share some milestones and anniversaries. This is big league, man. All right, let's move on. It's time for some polls, gentlemen. Mm. Oh, everybody likes Fanfare. a good poll. <laughs> the first one is, what makes the best peanut butter and jelly sandwich? And I don't remember if um, you guys remember how you responded, but this is really, this is talking about the the ratio of peanut butter to jelly, or vice versa. John, oh, I was definitely more peanut butter. Less jelly. Greg, mm. what's, the, what's the proper ratio of peanut butter to jelly? Creamy, not crunchy. Okay, Creamy. all right. You're incorrect. 
<laughs> You'll get your chance. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, two to one. Two to one. Okay. Yeah. Two to one. Uh, what what type of peanut butter on the on the crunchy smooth scale? I like crunchy peanut butter better, but on my peanut butter and jelly, typically it's not. Okay. All right. Uh, Adam. Well, these guys Ray, are he's just looking welcome, here welcomed guests, but are incorrect in their <laughs> give, give opinions us, of what they like. Give us your ratio first. <laughs> it's a it's a one to one. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Yep. Even split. Evenly spread across the bread. That's really important. Yeah, it has to go edge to edge. edge I to totally edge. agree with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Slightly toasted. Toasted. Mm. Okay, you toast like to- you toast the bread slightly. <clears throat> a very light toast. Even spread, one to one. I've never had a crunchy PJ's toasted before. And then you cut it with a bread knife diagonally. <laughs> yeah. Don't you now oh, want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Oh, I've always wanted a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It's perfect. And and you made reference earlier, crunchy, crunchy, one hundred percent crunchy, crunchy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I when I was a kid, I was more all than... for the crunchy. But as an adult, I don't know what changed. I, I like crunchy better. I would say I prefer mostly peanut butter with a with a thin spread of jelly. Yeah, that's, how I prefer. that's a good sandwich. That's why I'm saying two sandwich. to one. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to put the bread together and, and then out. have the jelly shoot out. Yeah, exactly. that's my yeah. thing. Exactly. Uh, so I just want a smooth. Thing. I want a smooth yeah. layer because yes. it's messy. It needs and, to be. Yeah, it needs to be all over, but not. It needs to be that's correct. No, that's correct. Okay, right. not right. shooting right. out of the. That's sides. correct. So here you go. So forty-four percent agrees with all of us. Lots of peanut butter and a little jelly. Nine percent said lots of jelly and a little peanut butter. That's I don't understand weird. that. I don't know anyone that's ever eaten one that way. Thirty-four uh, percent said an even amount of both, which is kind of what you said. Yeah, that's, what, yeah, that's one what to one. Yeah, okay. And then Mike, Mike Cohen. Yep. Yeah, uh, and Keith. Did he have a very high scientific explanation of how it should be? No, they both just said bacon. Bacon. Oh, they, they just responded bacon. <laughs> all right. Well, we all would have said bacon, but that's not what the poll was about. Yeah. <laughs> and then I Jim, would put bacon on my PB. Sure. And then Jim Weir just said, give it to the dog. (laughs) (laughs) Classic Jim response. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Next poll. Next poll. How do you groom your hair? This is from Keith. By the way, the last one was from Carrie Dykes. How do you groom your hair? Meaning, who who do you have do your hair? So the options were hairdresser, stylist, uh, barber, or cut your own hair. (laughs) So 64% goes to go to a hairdresser or stylist. 29% 29% cut their own hair. That's actually surprising. 29? What? One That's third. a third of the population that Christ, cuts their, cuts own, their hair. own hair. <laughs> Screw it. Are they all wearing buzz cuts? I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. And then, and then Bob Haynes They're said... bald? Bob Haynes said barber, uh, which uh, he's the only one that said barber. So I didn't know the difference between... It had like a hairdresser and a hairstylist. I lumped like, those together for the results. Okay, yeah, because I don't know which one I go to, but it's not a barber. Right, right. No, these, barber's these, very specific. These long locks don't cut And themselves. then this is surprising... <laughs> Even though Keith's the one that posted the poll, he responded, I'm bald, so this is insulting. <laughs> he was insulted by his Wait, own so poll. Yeah. He's offensive. Wait, it was his own poll? <laughs> and he was insulted by it. That's and good. then I thought Paul... I like that. Yeah. Considerate great response. Yeah, he insulted himself. <laughs> so then Paul had an interesting response. He said, and he explained, I won't get into the whole thing, but he said, in 48 years of living, he's never paid for a haircut with his own money. I think that's kind of fascinating. Wait, that's oh, a, wait, that's a story. This? That's a dude. Paul Chomo. And how is that? So he cuts You got to go to the group, man. Yeah, you got to be in the group. You got to go to the group. I'm not going. That's, no, wait, I am going. Right. <laughs> See, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> oh, busted. <laughs> <laughs> you signed up for a fake account on your watch. 
on his watch. So, so are we saying that Paul cuts his hair, his own hair? Is that what we're saying? Are no. we saying yeah, that he no, gets he, it cut but never pays for it? Well, That's we correct. don't know. It's a mystery. We I just know. know he doesn't pay for it himself. It's not a, no, it's never not a, once. It's not a mystery for those in the group because he gave a full explanation. I think I oh, he did. That. Maybe I it's like a Samson it. and Delilah thing where he like goes to sleep and somebody cuts his <laughs> hair. <laughs> and then he's weak. <laughs> Does that count when his parents paid when he was younger? Yeah, sure. So they he never paid. He said never paid for a haircut with his own money. Okay. All right. No. All right. And our final poll is the official board game poll, our latest oh. elimination poll, of course, put on by Elimination Paul. So I don't have the latest results of the Elimination Poll, but I can tell you that the final three are Trivial Pursuit. Scrabble and Scategories. Come on, Scategories, man. Scategories or Trivial Pursuit are my two favorites. Me too. I like Trivial Pursuit. Pursuit. I didn't... I think I voted in this once well, and I got what irritated. Was the other, what was the other one? So then you then you've experienced the spirit of the Scrabble. No one out. wins. It's a war of attrition yeah, yeah, every right. time. It's just... Yeah. Scrabble's totally... Out. I've been trying to get rid of it for a week and a half now. <laughs> you've been... Wait, you didn't let me know you were gunning for it. I didn't see that you were trying to get rid of Scrabble because I was aiming my comments at uh, Hannah Oshier because she was also gunning for Scrabble. So I didn't, I didn't officially declare that I was gunning for. Oh uh, well, then that's, why, that's why it's still yeah, around. It's, you got to gun you for have it. Officially. I really thought the poll was going to implode when life got taken out. Oh really? Uh, people had. That's an old school game though. Yeah, it is. about that. Like life is an old game. Yeah. And and now I mean like, <clears throat> did you ever actually have a complete set? No. I, sure. Yeah. <laughs> What you guys did? Yeah, when I bought it. And you know what? My kids are my eight year olds <laughs> really it. into life right now. I've never had it. <laughs> he it's makes us play it like once a week. Life? Yes. Really? What? Yes. We even downloaded it on the iPad. <laughs> I know he's all about it. Wow. How about some facility upgrades, boys? These are the best. Oh. <laughs> Thank you to Casey Jones. We have recently oh, acquired yeah. we have recently acquired a fleet of six wheel scramblers. Perfect. And they'll be available all over campus. And good news, everyone. They're also amphibious. Hey, so, that's right. John, could you just describe for us briefly what this contraption is? So this is uh, actually, this is a dream of mine from my childhood. That's Ooh. right. When you're growing up in the 80s and you first saw the six-wheel scrambler, you're like, oh my gosh. So it's basically a tiny little boat that seats maybe two, one or two. Yeah, adults it's a, anyways. It's got a steering wheel, so it's kind of like an ATV in a way. It's got the six wheels <clears throat> that are the size of ATV wheels, and it's just probably, I don't know, 600 pounds of happiness and fun. Sure is. So yeah, so good news. Thank you, Casey Jones, for reaching out and acquiring those, but now we have an entire fleet of them, so you could easily and get you, around campus. And you could basically just drive right into the water. That's right. correct. You could drive it anywhere. It, I mean, it's it's all-terrain. And that's where your grade school brain is just oh, completely blown when you watch it grow, go right off the, yeah, off the shore into I the mean, water. Even today, I want a submarine car. Of course. And this is the precursor. Right. I agree. Yeah. At $1,250, that is, that is a great ad. Yep, absolutely. And we've got a whole, whole fleet of them now. John, if you will turn to the next page, because Keith has another addition to our campus. Uh, a brief note from HR. <laughs> yes. We need folks to start picking up after their pets around campus. And mm-hmm. until then, we're approved to buy some of these. John, will you please tell us this, <laughs> what this new item is? And just, just read us through the... Uh, you know, the reason I'm laughing is when I saw this posted, was it, it was this week or last week, and I thought, oh, that's a brilliant machine. This is, this is an exciting update to our facilities. Please, <clears throat> please walk us through it, John. Okay, so this is called the Glitter Shitter. Yes. The Fun Stool Spangler. <laughs> I love that. Offer, offered to us from Wales in the United Kingdom. You can create dazzling effects 
gold, silver, blue, red. <laughs> and what you do is, well, the picture here is a, a, a poorly hobbled together and uh, <laughs> slightly changed for enhancement guy with a pack on his back that looks like something from Ghostbusters. It but does. at the end You're of right. it, there is like uh, a glitter spreader. Simply fill the glitter with the glitter, pull the trigger, and hey, presto. 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 Yep. Did you see it showers glitter on oh. the dog, shit, cat, shit, and rabbit? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so this next item, also a facility upgrade. We've kept it quiet until recently, but we've made a recent big addition to the GBI gym, folks. Mm hmm. And that comes in the form of an aquatic center. Not a real facility without an aquatic center. No. That's right. And full, s- full natatorium, Olympic? Absolutely. Yeah. And to celebrate the opening of our new aquatic center at the GBI Gym, Chris DeVos has reached out to a very unique group of performers. And we're going to have the very first, we're going to host France's very first Mermen competition. That's right. To open up our aquatic center. It's a time you'll never forget. I think, Adam, you in particular, but maybe you guys as well, remember our last team-building exercise, mm-hmm. throw-torching? That was really fun. Huge success. Yeah, massive success. Everyone really enjoyed throw-torching. Well, we've enlisted in another team-building activity. <laughs> Perhaps you guys have heard about the Facebook event that's gone viral, Storming Area 51. Yes. Mm-hmm. And My we- 13-year-old requested <laughs> that I send him to Nevada for this event. Well, we what a coincidence. <laughs> I was just in Nevada. <laughs> Took a picture. Were you laying the land? You a couple, a couple months the early. Routes, scoping it out. We <laughs> thought all of us at the GBI should join them for a team building exercise. So it's all going to go down on Monday, September 20th from 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific. And apparently there's over one and a half million people who intend to show up. So we hope we uh, see wow. all of you out there. Check out this little visual aid of my recent trip to Las wow, Vegas. there you go. Yep. Yeah. This yeah, is a uh, NSA restricted area sign. So please plan to come out and join us for our next team building exercise in a couple of months out at Area 51. Okay. And we also need to talk about who the snack um, mule is going to be. We okay. can't go to Area 51 without snacks. Oh, it definitely needs some oh, water. That's a good point. Some Gatorades. Yeah. Well, we could bring our beer donkeys. We could bring the beer hey. and maybe the uh, water Gatorades, orange slices, and the squatlers. The squatlers. <laughs> we need those. Yes, we promise that we'll bring along our squatlers and beer donkeys <laughs> right. to, make, to make sure all of our okay. our snacking. Needs I just are didn't want us to blow past that because we need to grill. I mean, so Tiff, maybe you can hook us up with some snacks. So I've got another exciting announcement. Keith has organized this year's summer concert series. Hmm. One of our featured performers, it says right here, uh, per Keith, the SCOC, <laughs> which of course is our uh, Science Committee on Science, is sponsoring this week's summer concert series, and it's called Pounding Out a Beat on Uranus, Adam. Nice. I think it's going to be a smashing success. Are you prepared for for oh. them to pound out a beat on Uranus? Always. Okay. Right. Yeah, 100%. Good. Well, then uh, please come out and come check out uh, the performance on the East Quad. Uh, that'll be Friday after lunch. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to dress code additions. Thank you to Casey for this first one, and that is the Chillax night uh, pajamas pants in American flag pattern. So we just we just recently had Fourth of July. We're feeling very patriotic. So maybe you want to come down to HR and get fitted for Chillax night's pajama pants with the giant American flag on it. They are very wow. comfortable. Some very those, comfortable. I think Nike took those off the shelves though because they were offensive to people. 
Is one. that right? Yeah. <sighs> the American Dang flag it. is very offensive these days. Well, before that happened, we, we got a batch of them. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, <laughs> so we got to, we're good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I, for one, like to chillax. <laughs> yeah, well, that's great. Thank so, you. So Thank go, you. go see Keith and you'll get fitted for some. So they're, they're actually incredibly comfortable and they're very affordable at only $21.94. Yeah. Now, this next item is the men's one-piece Thanos swimsuit. And you all have a picture of this. Yeah. I just yeah. wanted to see yeah. which, which of you wanted to sign up for the, um, the one-piece Thanos swimsuit. I'm in. Oh, Adam, okay. Yeah, I mean... Greg, John, would you like a Thanos one-piece? Come on, guys. This guy's in good shape. <laughs> yeah. He's in better he's, shape I think than I. I think he's been working out. <laughs> Perhaps. Perhaps. Yeah, especially in the thigh region. Well, John's been working out, so maybe he needs a Thanos one-piece swimsuit. No, that's still not okay. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. Okay, well, let's move on to our next piece. That's super creepy, though. It sure it really is. is. If by Big creepy, sm- you mean it's the, sexy. It's not the, you know, it's not the scowling Thanos. It's the smiling Thanos, which That's is right. just not right. Well, let's move on to our next piece of business, and that is our recent selections that have shown up in the intern library. So we actually have three books of the week this week because they all come from our summer hobby series, and here they are. The first one is called Business Dolls. That is 20 projects for the home or office. I wanted to call your attention to this just because of the cover of this particular book. <laughs> this is yes, so definitely. weird. Yeah, it so it has to be more in the 70s, weird. right? I don't know what this is about, but it's got a handsome gentleman that looks like he's a bit dated. Uh, he's got a nice shirt on, and he's got a what could be described as a porn stash. Yeah, yep. and then he has a doll that he's recently completed that looks very similar to himself. The, the doll also has a porn, porn mustache. Yeah. Yes, he also. Yeah, that's definitely the John Waters if I have seen one. So I want to say <laughs> I think creep. this is my favorite part of the office, the intern library. Yeah, the intern <laughs> library. The collection is just. It's really terrific. Isn't wonderful. It? A little bit of something for everybody. Okay, so yep. two more two more uh, selections from the summer hobby series. The second one is how to train goldfish using dolphin training techniques. And then this last one, home taxidermy for pleasure and profit. See, that one's the one that I really can't wait to get into. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. Well, well, great. You get in line, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, I'm going to miss the book again. A- Adam is always late to getting his favorite <clears throat> selections, so he always has to wait a little bit longer than the rest of us. Dang it. Here's, check it back in. Here's some other selections. Uh, one from Bob Haynes, Daddy's Fart uh, Knocks Birds from the Sky. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably an interesting one. Uh, Keith brought us this title, How to Keep Doing What Only Made Sense in the Beginning. <laughs> and then Chris DeVos, he recently returned this selection from the self-help section of the library. How to Traumatize Your Children, Seven Proven Methods to Help You Screw Up Your Children Deliberately. And I'm glad, John, you're here because you wrote the foreword for this one. You know, I was honored to be asked to write that foreword yeah. because... I've I've got 13 years of skill at doing this. Well, yeah. I, I don't think there's any better forward than somebody who speaks with experience right. in this field. Yes. Right. Well, it, and I think it wasn't just that I put the forward, but you, I think you actually wrote one chapter out of this, didn't? Didn't you write method number six of how to how to deliberately screw up your mm. children? Yeah. The um the the screaming until they cry. Oh, I yeah. love that chapter. Yeah. Well, you know, so I, relatable. I wanted it like in chapter three. <laughs> I thought that was more of a third step, but. But if you think about it, though, it, it made sense, though, because it's a slow burn. Uh, true. You know, you know what I mean? True. So when you kind of categorize it, it makes sense that like when you're finally at your wit's end, your next right. option is to just scream. Scream until they cry. And shake yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, no, shaking is actually the seventh method. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's But you know what the key to all this is? was the second. The key is... Oh, maybe you're right. Maybe it's first. Maybe it's yeah. Wait until they're out of the house to start paying for the therapy. 
Yeah, that's that's the little yes. pearl of wisdom I'm going to leave with everybody. That's a yeah. good one. That's a good nice. Before they're adults, it's just way too expensive. Yeah, that's a that's great point. So true. Okay, and then uh, actually, this time around, we have a book that you can only get from the Bookmobile. Oh, it is not. <laughs> it is not available on campus. Only in the Bookmobile. It was brought to us by Casey Jones. And the title is The Case of the Overcomplicated Bong. <laughs> I, I haven't read this book. If someone will just describe the picture, because that gives you a clearer picture of what the book is about. Yeah, this is very clear here. You see somebody looks like they're in the Swiss Alps and playing, uh, looks like they're trying to take a hit off a very complicated and overcomplicated bong. Some might consider this a bagpipe. Mm, yes. But okay. it is a bagpipe, if you know what I mean. It's just hard to operate. I think my favorite part of this whole thing, though, is how it says, Nancy Drew ruined mysteries. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of those. Oh, and it's number 420 in the series. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so if you, it, it would be difficult to use a bagpipe as a bong. You're going to find it overcomplicated, and that's what this book is about. Right. But I guarantee it, it you exists. Could, yeah. The payout. Oh, there's no, the payout. no question yeah. that it exists. Yeah. There is no doubt. And always, let's look out for the uh, Luke and the Bookmobile. It should be coming through your neighborhood very soon. Okay, let's move on to a fairly new segment called Eye on Health. Yes. <laughs> and in this edition, I'm going to bring you three more stories from the emergency room that I think I brought originally last episode. So I'm just going to read through these. These are actual incidents that, uh, that were discovered in the emergency room. Oh, my. So here's the first one. A guy who'd been in a motorcycle accident was brought in unconscious with his legs detached, laying across his chest. That, that makes me want to either A, vomit, or B, call back to the sweet relief of death. The sweet release of death. <laughs> so, he, so, dear so, listener, if you ride a motorcycle, please be an organ donor. <laughs> Adam, uh, we, we addressed this in our last we episode. Did, uh, yeah, yeah, this, we did. Yeah. So I'm last not time. A donor. Sorry, I missed it. Well, my organs No, you didn't miss it. You were on, on the it. show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the last, last time, time we were together? We were together? Yes. Yeah. God. We discussed organ, organ, organ donation. That's yeah. right. Okay, it's coming yeah. back to me now. Yeah, remember you said that you don't donate organs anymore because... You were kidnapped and yours were harvested. I have none left. Maybe yeah. you've been hitting the overcomplicated bomb <laughs> before you came, so you didn't remember. <laughs> <laughs> All right, incident number two. A guy who was impaled to his scooter chair came in. <laughs> this is what happened. A drunk driver hit him while he was crossing the street, and he hit a pipe, and you could see right through the pipe through the, that was going through the man onto the floor. And luckily, he survived. That's he horrifying. Survived. Yes. So he was he was on his on his scooter chair, got hit by a drunk driver. A pole went through him, to which you could see through him into the floor. And I'm going to finish with I think maybe my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> it says an ER nurse dodged two rocks thrown at her last weekend from a patient who pulled them. Out of her vagina. <laughs> when asked why she had rocks in her vagina, the patient very plainly said, it's my purse. Uh, <laughs> the old rocks in the vagine caper. <laughs> uh, it's my purse. I mean, is she wrong? Nope. I mean... I don't have... You know, I guess we not. Don't, we don't have them, but... Yeah, stuff gets smuggled in there all the time. So I've heard. You see how much stuff my wife fits in her purse. I want to see this lady put the same (laughs) amount of stuff in her vagina. But question, does your wife put rocks in her purse? (laughs) (laughs) She got a nurse. (laughs) All of a sudden, she's getting things slung at her head. Yeah, and then does she take them back out and hurl them at people? (laughs) Just at me. That's it. Okay, well. All right. Moving on to another segment that we've uh, added recently, and that's called Into the Wild. Ah, uh, yes. 
And this is stories all about animals. And if you're into animals, you should check out Varmints. It's a fantastic podcast from the Blazing Caribou Studios and hosted by our very own Elimination Paul and Donna Hume. Yes. Yes. Here is our first story. A relative reported 57-year-old Freddie Mac, who was missing since May from his home near Venus, which is a community uh, of fewer than 4,000 people, about 30 miles southwest of where we sit right here today. Reportedly, Mac suffered from serious health problems. The sheriff's office says Mac wasn't at his property, and after days of trying to find him, investigators returned and found animal feces containing bits of human hair, clothing, and bone. Crap. It was unclear whether his 18 dogs killed him or consumed his body after he died from a medical condition. Medical examiners later conformed to the sheriff's department that DNA testing showed the bone fragments belonged to Mac. Oh, no. Absolutely. Your animals will eat you when you die. Yeah. yeah. Your yeah. sweet little fluffy has no choice. That's right. Right. You're going to feed them one last time. They are... <laughs> Right. <laughs> they, they ate him down to all there was left was was fragments in their feces. They completely devoured him. That's cr- I mean, 18 wow. dogs. That's geez. a lot of dogs, and they're hungry, and they have, they're going to eat. That's going to happen Sweet. to you, John. You have a lot of dogs. It's uh, except, for, <laughs> except for it's going to be Chris that eats you. <laughs> you know, this is a very common story across the United States for people that have is it know, really? a couple of cats or no, a couple of dogs, and they're elderly, that. and they fall, hit their head, dunk. <laughs> Fifi's going to eat one yeah, way or another. That's true. All right, let's move on to our next Your story. sweet little cuddly Shih Tzu. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's our next story in our Into the Wild segment. More Americans are saying they need a variety of animals, dogs, ducks, and even insects for their mental health. But critics say many are really just pets that do not, marry, uh, that do not merit special status. Here is one example for you guys to consider. A 26-year-old Starbucks barista in the suburbs of Tampa, Florida. That's a lot of red flags already. (laughs) It certainly is. His name is Vane Myers, and he has suffered from anxiety. Vane. V-A-N-E? Actually, V-A-Y-N-E. That's Vane, right? That's mature. Okay. (laughs) We're just going to roll with it. Yeah. He is uh, unfortunately he's experienced anxiety since he was a child. Join the club, Bane. Uh, a, a coworker suggested he try an emotional support animal. Oh yeah. So Mr. Myers bought a duck, and mm. and named it Prima Donna. <laughs> the snow white bird has worked wonders for his state of mind, but Mr. Myers' landlord objected and demanded proof of Prima Donna was a medical necessity and not simply a pet. So. You can decide if this is good enough proof. Mr. Myers provided a letter from a therapist in California who he spoke to over video chat. (laughs) (laughs) And then another note from a counselor who met in person with him and the duck. Oh, my goodness. But neither document satisfied the landlord who threatened his eviction. What? I just want to ask this question. Aren't all pets basically emotional support animals? Hell yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. All right. That's what I thought. I just it doesn't seem like there's anything. You, I mean, that's one of the main reasons you get pets, it, it, am I right? T- totally, they're life partners, they're friends, they're that's right. support. That's right. Yeah. So ironic. Except real for quick, Chris, quick story, Chris you can cut dogs. this out if you want. He launches them. That's true. But uh, but towards but yeah. towards someone's home that I know would take right. care of them, <laughs> do a good job of <laughs> taking care of them. Correct. That's <laughs> it's always in the right direction. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't, he means well. Right. I don't yeah, do it's never good. just into an open field. No, it's I don't always haphazardly okay. launch them. I mean, right. it's towards it's like, uh, this is my emotional support friend in need. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Well, gentlemen, why don't we take a quick break and hear from one of our new promotional sponsors. More Platinum Level content right after this. This week's episode is brought to you by Hermit Babies. (laughs) From the makers of Hermit Crabs and Hermit Peanuts comes a mole-like bundle of grouchiness that is ready to fill the deepest pits of loneliness in your heart. Not unlike their close cousins, the Hermit Crab, Hermit Babies are neither babies nor crabs, but rather an introverted gelatinous being that likes to occupy household items such as old buckets and pipes, as well as the darkness under your bed. Truly, they make great, quiet company that only emerges from their cocoons when hungry or in need of a lift. To bring your hermit baby to life, all you need to do is leave three hermit beans in a glass of Jack Daniels to soak overnight, and by 12 p.m. the next day, you'll have a glorious hermit, ripe for the picking. Order today and receive a free case of feeding packets and a hermit baby cozy for the long winter months. (laughs) Hermit babies. Probably better than Muppet babies. Probably. The emotional support Herman baby. Yeah. Right so there. They, you they, could move. They hide under your bed? No, no, they live there. Hiding in some <clears throat> implies <throat> nefarious oh, intent. Yeah. I think that was an option. I was thinking Herman baby going to kill me. No. It might. Fine. It may. It's possible. I need to start checking underneath <laughs> my bed. Yeah. Yeah. These. If I find a hermit baby under my bed... I mean, there's always mysteries from MacGuffin Industries. So <laughs> it's just a wild know. place. It is a wild place. For more information about Hermit Babies, feel free to check out Weird With You. It's another terrific podcast from the Podfix Network. You can be found anywhere you listen to podcasts. All right, gentlemen, let's discuss science. Yes. So Chris DeVos posted this claiming that time doesn't actually exist. Mm. And it goes something like this. Time doesn't exist. Clocks exist. Time is just an agreed-upon construct. We have taken distance, one rotation of the Earth and one orbit of the Sun, divided it up into segments, then given those segments labels. While it has its uses, we have been programmed to live our lives by this construct as if it were real. We have confused our shared construct with something that is tangible and thus have become its slave. And he claims time doesn't actually exist. Well, Chris Birkenbein, member of our Science Committee on Sciencing, felt compelled to respond. And I have that for you right now. Yes. All right. I need to science rant here. We've got these memes to talk about how time doesn't exist. Clocks exist. And this whole idea about how time is just arbitrary and just some sort of human construct that we've defined to basically engage and enslave ourselves. (laughs) This concept drives me up the wall. So let me explain why. Time exists. We know it exists. The fact that we didn't both be born and die at the exact same instance is proof that time exists. Time is what separates events. If time was not real the entire universe would have both begun and ended all at once. What these people are trying to talk about is time measurements, like the unit of time. What is a second? 
What is an hour? How long is an hour? The arbitrary division into parts of the rotation of the earth, not the fact that every side of the earth is not facing the sun all at once. Movement requires the existence of time. When you define an event, you need four pieces of information to give somebody the exact, the exact area in space-time. You need three points, any type of coordinate system that gives you the location in a three-dimensional space requires three points. And you need a moment in time. Otherwise, you have all uh, the infinite of the universe's existence that that event could have happened. Time exists. The measurement of time is arbitrary. I feel like that. There you go. Okay. That that was like the biggest science burn. <laughs> that <And> was. <clears throat> I would also like to add on that. Like, first of all, I'm a huge fan of Chris. Oh yeah, his show is amazing. It really is. He's super smart. But I think that that thing, like time, doesn't exist. Clocks exist. It's some a smug attempt to be smart and like how we're wasting our time and it's not real and this is all just a lie. That's we exactly should forget all that. It's just smug. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Putting yourself out there like that. Right, <laughs> right, for sure. Well, I mean, and the fact that he was like, no, 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 like, I'm well, going to break this down for you. There's been a couple of examples of that. Someone just flippantly throwing, throwing something out there, and Chris was like, I got to clean that up. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you, if you notice, if it's anything science-related, a lot of people tag Chris and ask him yeah. to, to respond because to Because he's so smart. He's, he's so like, brilliant. I'm going to break this off for you like in the, like, the correct way, and <laughs> right. then you can do whatever that, whatever you want. Right. <laughs> That's exactly right. Okay. Let's move on to food and travel. Ah, uh, this is two of my favorites. Now, normally we have these separately, but today I have an item that belongs in both. Is it avocado toast in the Admiral's Club Lounge it is while not. traveling? It is not. Do you toast avocado toast? Of course. Okay. Right. It's not a sandwich. I'm not sure. You know, it's, like, it's a deconstructed sandwich. So Tiff posted something that would allow you to cook hot dogs while you drive. I love this uh-huh. so much. It goes something like this. Want a hot dog on the road? Yes. Of course. Of course. Who doesn't? Just plug this heater into your car's electrical system. It cooks two wieners to in three to five minutes. Priced at $4. It also comes in a 115-volt version for the home. It's called the Hot Dog Sizzler and is made by the Thomas Manufacturing Company of Chicago. See? This so, is genius, guys. I mean, this is revolutionary. This is multi-casting at its best. Well, and it like, really like you pointed out... A lot of our items that we make available, very affordable. We don't $4. do anything that's out yeah. of this world for anyone. Right? No. Very yeah. accessible items. Yeah. Okay. Now, is a hot dog, uh, do you toast the bun? I do not. Okay. Hell no. Okay. Now, you, I will say this also reminds is me. Is it a uh, sandwich? Chicago style, you steam I'm not, not even going there, bro. <laughs> not even going there. But this also reminds me of, uh, if you ever watched the show Archer, he had a full cocktail bar. In his glove compartment. Unfortunately, oh. he forgot to shut it, so whenever he sped off, it <laughs> fell out. However, the same <laughs> principle applies. I've been meaning to get into Archer. You should. I heard it's great. It's hilarious. Yeah. Here's our second food item. This is not something that really had much impact on me because I don't consume this item, but perhaps one of you guys do. LaCroix has announced some new flavors. <laughs> oh, I got something right here. Do you guys drink LaCroix? I have tried. tried. It's, I it's, can't do there it. There you go. Oh, well, he said you want one. No, what I don't actually. I'll take, I'll take a Lacroix. A Lacroix. Oh, yeah. There you go. I pronounce it Lacroix. Oh, really? I I, I pronounce it Lacroix. Lacroix. All right. La so so clearly, yeah. clearly, Adam drinks Lacroix because he's about to consume one right now. And then Greg, Greg has one because he had some in his home. John, you're not a Lacroix. I, no, I have some I, in my home right I now. I don't like I just Lacroix. Don't like it. 
Okay. I don't like it either. That's a foul influence on your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So so I don't drink it I either. I don't drink it. I don't drink it either. Okay. I like, it. I like that. Sure. Yeah. Sure. All right, well, here's some new flavors. For those that, you, that do like it that yeah. are listening, here are the newest flavors from, from LaCroix. The first one, transported in a truck near bananas. <laughs> the, huh. second, the second one, a hint of hint of lime. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this one is. A oh, there you go. A hint of hint of lime. Does it say a hint of hint? No, it just <laughs> says lime, but we all know it's hint of hint. The, the third one? <laughs> I'll know it. The third one is a single Skittle dissolved in water. <laughs> that sounds That's delicious. That's what LaCroix tastes like most Actually, of the time. The fourth one is called Shy Watermelon. <laughs> I like that one as well. And the last one, and probably my favorite, the name of the flavor is... Imagine like a strawberry, but with a low battery. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. A low battery. <laughs> Here's our next food item. This is where I'm going to turn to John. Oh. Hey, John. And the first thing I'm going to do. I didn't know you were here. What I'm going to do is I'm going to play this audio. Oh, no. So, Toph, I tried to call your personal mobile cellular device, and you're obviously screening my call. <laughs> That's true. You know who this is. So I have a thought. I was listening to the latest installment of Tope on the Street yeah. about soup, offensive soup, not just soup. And it occurred to me that you're neither on a street, a road, a sidewalk, or any of those items to uh, to the point of, you know, Steve Allen was a, a physically on a street. You're in a hallway. You're in a break room. You're in an office. So... The locality of those things all has nothing in common, and that's So maybe this segment should be called Toth on the I don't know. I would have told you this directly, but again, you're screaming my calls, and that hurts my heart. Scream Master 5000. Okay, so yes, bef- you weren't able to. I sounded in- like I've been drinking. <laughs> Do I always sound like that? A little drinky. A little drinky. <laughs> Okay, I was so, heading to work out, which I wasn't drinking. So, so I listened anyway. to this message, and what occurred to me is that <clears throat> you weren't even able to to, uh, to listen to the content. You were already at the front end, distracted by the fact that I wasn't actually on a street. No, no, no. I listened to the whole episode. No, I'm not once? saying you didn't hear it. You did for listen once? to it. Wow. You did listen to it, but you probably didn't, didn't really register with you because you were too hung up but on the was, fact. No, I, I enjoyed the responses. I thought it was an interesting question. <laughs> Uh, Most you know, offense. something that inquiring minds want to know. Okay, so you but reached yes, out to me. It, it did bother me from a conceptual <laughs> right, standpoint right. ever since Ivan said it in the beginning. I was like, he's right. Chris is a charlatan. <laughs> I'm trying to pull one over on the list. sit on a throne of lies. <laughs> All right, so you reached out you to me one. Traffic background. <laughs> it's your editing. You reached out to me one to complain that I wasn't actually on a street. But secondly, yeah. because it, again, we you just take a couple of minutes because you said that you had an answer. You wanted to weigh in on what the most offensive soup was. I well, there's lots of offensive soups. I think can, can you can you take thirty seconds and and just share your opinion? All right, weigh well, in the, on the most the, offensive soup. The, one of them was already mentioned. There's three really <clears throat> in my mind. Uh, number one is turtle soup. Okay. Just because well, and and there's a theme in my offensive soups. So the other one is shark fin soup. Okay. Mm. And the other one is bird nest soup. I've never heard of bird nest soup. Bird nest soup. Uh, okay, so. The turtle and the shark because someone now this is it's a cultural thing and I'm not going to brag on someone's culture other than other than to say these animals sometimes often endangered die so someone can have a soup made of shark fin right which doesn't make 
any sense to me whatsoever. Neither does yeah, but Aphrodisiac is a rhino horn. So, so what is what is your net, your last soup? Your so third soup? Bird nest, oh, bird nest soup, soup is probably the most offensive. And what it is, it's a Japanese delicacy made from the spit slash regurgitation of a of some sparrow, a Japanese sparrow. So strange. And what they do is is they basically farm their regurgitation. They turn it into um, or, or the, no, the, I'm sorry. The bird actually creates their nest out of this regurgitation instead of thread and straw. Right. Sure. <laughs> so it's a delicacy. They take once bird once the bird nest is puke, 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 basically. It's a puke, puke nest. and spit. And then, so when the bird's done with it, they uh, the collectors of this item take it and they melt it basically into a broth, and it's called bird nest soup. Well, I agree. Those far and away the most offensive. I, I, you know what? I, I didn't soup. I could. I didn't know where to set the bar for your contribution to this conversation, (laughs) but I fully admit you have come up, come over the top, and come up with. There you go. Adam's got pictures of it on his phone. You've come up with three more offensive soups. We said gazpacho. Gazpacho was like (laughs) not a good soup. Scratching the surface. Not a good soup. But you've clearly come up with three more offensive soups. Horribly, horribly offensive things. You have risen to the occasion. Thank you, John. (laughs) You're welcome. There you go. That's our that's our touch of the food page. Wow. Wow. That was intense. Travel on food. Let us now move on very briefly to sports. Ah. Our one contribution in the sport area of sports this episode comes to us from Brad Cranford of my former roommate fame. Yes. And he shared a tweet from author Jason Miller, which I thought was very funny. It is tennis related. Confident in my ability to properly tennis, I take the court. I smile at my opponent. Serena does not return the gesture. She'd be prettier if she did, I think. She serves. The ball passes cleanly through my skull, killing me instantly. (laughs) (laughs) I love that so much. That's such a Looney Tune cartoon. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I think. I think she would be prettier. That's the funny (laughs) part. Let's not gloss over that. (laughs) A little bit of chauvinism right in there. All right, so one more thing to add to the sports page. This is a two, two-header. The fastest knockout in UFC history ha- uh, happened last week. Or yeah. re- I'm going to say uh, the fastest UFC knockout happened recently. It's like six seconds. I flying think the previous oh. record was eight. Yeah, flying which is ridiculous. Yeah. It was like ding. The guy was like cool. Runs up. <laughs> music. The and best John. part about that was was that like the loser. His comment on Twitter was, "Well, that sucked." <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. You did indeed, <laughs> sir. <laughs> all right, let's move on to this story, which I think all of you will enjoy. Dylan Shane Webb, age 23, of Lake City, Florida, Damn it. was arrested last yeah. week by a Columbia County Sheriff's Officer for refusing to remove a sticker that was on his truck. Do you know what the sticker said? No. It was three simple words that just said... I eat ass. <laughs> I think a, I read this. He may like donkey soup. Following his arrest, Webb Web then set up a GoFundMe account to raise the 15000 to color, cover the following costs. $2,500 bond to get out of jail, $200 fee for having his truck towed, and time for missed work. The page is also requesting funds, quote... To pay for a lawyer to represent him against this sheriff for standing up for his rights as well as yours. 
<laughs> the page has raised $244 of the $15,000 goal. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Webb is also selling... So he's getting there. He's getting a little yeah. bit of progress. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Webb is also selling I Eat Ass Apparel, featuring a donkey logo. Yeah. The merchandise <laughs> includes stickers, $15 coffee mugs, $22 t-shirts, and a $20 Samsung phone case, Greg. Yes. Oh, a phone case. Hey. All right. Hey. In an interesting twist, Florida officials later dropped all charges against Webb, who said the arrest violated his rights. Well, 100%. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. It's my personal property. <laughs> all right. This next segment needs no introduction. We've done it three times prior to today. And here is installment number four. Hey, Gravity Beard. This Florida man. <laughs> yes. This is how I talk. So, just walking out of jail again. <laughs> found out my girlfriend was cheating on me because I went through her phone while she was asleep. Well, I was real mad, so I grabbed two bottles of ketchup, and I woke her up by squirting them all over. <laughs> I mean, that's what she deserved for cheating on me. I'm a handsome man. Especially when I got my fake teeth in. Anyway... After hitting her with a hamburger last time and now waking her up with a ketchup nap, I'm finally single. (laughs) That means I'm ready to mingle. (laughs) If any of you beautiful lady listeners out there want some hot action with Florida man, just swing by the McDonald's in Naples. I'm usually there. I'll buy you a McFlurry. Man, those things are good. Especially the Reese's Pieces one. Okay, gotta go. (laughs) Listen, can I just say that like, how glad Okay, this Florida man notwithstanding Because I love this one <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to be Florida man anymore I can make fun of the Florida like the rest of, of the country Florida will be released <laughs> Boy, I like how you said Getting out of jail Again, again, <laughs> and also that he's he's always very focused on snacks. Yeah, yeah. and really McFlurry. By the way, the, what was it? The M and M ones or, or Reese's Reese's ones? No, 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 no. Reese's pieces. Reese's yeah. pieces. <laughs> Reese's pieces. They're fantastic. No, no. I mean, you know, Adam and I have said this before. We thoroughly enjoy all of the contributions from everyone. Um, yes. Florida man is. My, my favorite recent contribution to the show. I tell you, rapidly becoming one of the oh, top my goodness top calls. Because you know why? Because everything is possible in Florida. <laughs> that is one hundred percent true. The possibilities are limitless there, limitless. guys. Right. I'm just I have five more days there. So the material <laughs> never stops. I'm just so thoroughly enjoying hearing from Florida man. I know. Yeah, it's really made a difference in our show. More Florida that, man. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. For sure. I hope. I hope they continue for a long. long Hopefully, time. we can get yeah. a Florida woman. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, matchmakers, guys. Yeah, <laughs> you know what we, I mean. We hook him. He's been. He's looking for his new girl. I know. Yeah, he's single again. And they can both both show up. On Ready the show. to mingle. <laughs> That's right. All right, boys. How about we discuss entertainment? Yes. This comes to us from our entertain turn, Chris DeVos. You can search the feed for hashtag pop news for more headlines. Here are today's stories. This one comes from Leslie. Mm -hmm. John. She made us aware of a new website called Does the Dog Die? (laughs) This is a really helpful website. Yeah. So if if you can't handle uh, bad things happening to dogs in movies, then you can go to this website and they'll tell you what happens in the film. It's kind of that version of Mr. Skin. 
That's right. Right. That's oh, right. Good yeah. example. That's a really good analogy. Yeah. I also find that people want to know if the horse is going to die too. Yeah. So maybe maybe yeah, there's a need maybe out there's the world a, for maybe there's a submarket out the there for the dog, horse. Yeah. Does the, does the horse die? It's pretty niche, but I think it serves its purpose. <laughs> I know. I've had my <laughs> wife turn to me go, "If that horse dies, I'm turning this off." <laughs> That, and you're was, like, oh, I hope the horse dies. Come on, horse. <laughs> was, was that Suck it, horse. Was that the Godfather? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. oh man. Uh, <laughs> so horribly for the horse to die. Well, let's move on to this. And I don't know if you guys are aware, but there are five anniversaries that happened, I think, this month. There is a 20th anniversary. We know. The gravity beard's four <laughs> years. You went through all this earlier. I don't know why we have to push it on the audience again. We get it, Chris. You're really yeah. proud of what's yeah. happening. Yeah, we Congratulations. Very proud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I, I know what sarcasm is, and that's what that... I recognize that when I see it. That was a good catch, buddy. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, th- this month is there is a 20th anniversary, two 30th anniversaries, a 40th and a 50th that are all significant to history and pop culture. So I'm going to go through these. So this month is the 20th anniversary of the JFK Jr. plane crash. Oh, wow. Okay. That's you guys remember. Yes. Now, an interesting footnote of a personal nature to me is that Jay, who was a friend of mine in college. Jay Peterman? Jay. Oh, Jay was JFK Jr.'s flight instructor. No way. True story. Yes. Mm -hmm. Wow. Now, if you go back and watch, yeah, if you go back and watch the documentary on this incident, they show an interview they come back to of an older guy, and it says flight instructor as as his title under his name. That's actually the guy that owned the flight school, but Jay's the one that worked for him. That specifically, that actually was logged the hours. That's correct. (laughs) Yeah. Now, an additional note about Jay. That's a footnote in history you don't want. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Now, now Jay also worked for the Farley Brothers briefly. And in addition to that, he was in New York when the planes hit the World Trade Center. Wow. Did he teach them too? Yeah, his aviation history (laughs) is a little dodgy. So as you remember, that that was Tuesday, September 11th. We saw Jay at a wedding the previous Saturday. So he was at a wedding here in town on the Saturday, then went back to New York and then like probably Sunday. And then Tuesday was nine 11. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And I think Jay lives out in park city, Utah or Salt Lake city, Utah now, but does he still teach? You know, docs? I don't like think that? so. I, I don't know. I don't uh, believe so. Yeah. Maybe he's like, you know what? I'm going to retire. I'm, I'm, gonna, good. <laughs> I'm going to RC, <laughs> RC planes. Yeah. So anyway, there you go. There's some, some personal interesting footnotes to make wow. that, that anniversary more interesting. <laughs> This is the 30th anniversary of the release of When Harry Met Sally. Wow. Never saw it. So I have to ask 30? you. Yes. Wow. Everybody, so, so not everybody knows the scene. Of course. Yeah. So, so I just sure. want to ask this question because we're, you haven't seen it. So I've seen the scene, though. All right. but So my question is, is this movie over or under or properly rated? Over. I think so, too. Over. Yes. Do you think it's over or underrated or properly rated? Well, it's got Billy Crystal in it. Oh, I love yeah. Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal's so great. I'll go with I'll go with it's at the appropriate level because okay. it was a right. uh, over. It was a big deal. I think it's overrated. I like too. Billy, Billy Crystal too, but it's overrated. I th- I thought um, now that scene is super overrated. I'm talking about the whole <laughs> arc of the movie. That's for sure. True. Yeah. It's fine. I think it might be slightly overrated, if not very overrated. Do you, I'll go do you, with slightly. Overrated. Do you think it? Do you okay. think it holds up? Uh, I saw part of it the other day. I don't know that it does. I I don't think it does. Okay. I don't think so either. Here's one that we might be a little more excited about. 
And this was brought to us by Chris DeVos. Did you know that this month is the 30th anniversary of the release of the Beastie Boys' Paul's Boutique? That's no. a big Oh, yes, yes, yes. I did hear I did that this week. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's a... And I think they're making those tracks available digitally for the first time or something. There's some footnote to that. Really? No. That's what they said. So you can go out and download Paul's Boutique if you don't already have it. That's nice. awesome. That's I don't know awesome. if that's something to do that as soon iTunes as I get or whatever, but Greg's Wi-Fi password. <laughs> Next anniversary. It's this is brought only, to us. You can only do it if you if you look up porn. It's <laughs> only for porn. <laughs> Save on data. That's a very considerate of you. <laughs> This next anniversary is brought to us by Keith. It is the 40th birthday of the Sony Walkman. Wow. That's a, Which that's a big milestone. Just I the did. other day. I did. I found... Your... I dug mine up. Wow. That's Sweet. right. Mine had Mega Bass. Which... Ooh. Oh, I had one mine of those, too. Had mine had Turbo yeah. Bass. And Auto Reverse. So... Yep. Mine had that. So mine had Auto Reverse. I think we had reverse. the same one. Mega Bass. Rich? Hey, I wonder if we had the <laughs> same fancy. one like we did, had the exact same running shoes. That's right. Early, early on in, in Greg and I's friendship, we were... I don't remember how we discovered it. Maybe I was wearing them or we were both wearing a baby. I think I was wearing We discovered we literally owned the exact <clears throat> same pair of tennis shoes. Yep. Yeah, you guys and shared the old, pair. You just kept and they the were old. Yeah, that was the surprising part. Is they had to have been fifteen years old right. at the time, and, yeah. I, and, and, and we, we both still had them. Had them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're both super cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. frugal, yeah. frugal. <laughs> and here's here's the last anniversary. This month is the fiftieth anniversary of the first moon landing. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Or the fake moon landing. Let's be okay. Honest. So a couple of quick questions. Yeah, let's go right yeah. for the buzz. The Hollywood movie. Anybody landing. believe it was actually faked? No, no. No. All right. But um, do I think it that it take... could be done? Sure. Yeah, sure. Sure. But here's a more important question. Wait, but you do think I it think it fake? did? No. You don't think they landed on the moon? No. I think they did land on the moon. Oh, I thought you were saying that. But no. do I think they could have faked it? Absolutely. Could somebody fake that? For something sure. like that? Yeah. Well, sure. they proved it. Yeah. But no, I think yeah. that at that time, it would have been harder to probably fake it yeah. than to do it. Agreed. One more quick question. We'll go around the horn. What's your level of interest in space now, currently? What's the scale? One to ten. Fifty. Wow, you're very interested in space. I love space. Greg, you're interested. I like in space? space a lot. Now, I wish we would do more in space. <laughs> I agree. But a scale of one to ten. Yeah, close to ten. Okay, John. Yeah. Maybe fifty-one. 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 I what see what you did. There. Area yeah. fifty-one. Wow. <laughs> I don't think we need this. John, what's your interest in space on a scale of one to ten? Like a seven, maybe. Really? Okay, well, I'm going to shock all of you and tell you that I've got about a level two interest yeah, in space. That doesn't yeah. shock anyone. <laughs> no, what? it really doesn't. But let me say the best thing about like this uh, space conspiracy was Buzz Aldrin punching the punching the dude that in guy. the face. Yeah. <laughs> right in the right. face. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, he, he walked away. He tried to walk away. And then he just kept pushing the button. Gentlemen, we've come to the point in the show where it's time to discuss the next round of candidates for our three-room apartment. This is going to be good for four people. This is one. And and just so everybody knows, people who don't know, you talked about the ticket earlier, this Mm -hmm. is where this came from. Yes, yeah. absolutely. We, and we've yeah. acknowledged that on the show. Yeah. This is a completely stolen bit that we got from our sure. favorite radio station where yeah. they do the exact same thing. Yeah. But it's such a good it's such a good bit. It's fun. Yeah. It's, it's fun absolutely. for the whole family. So I thought I'd bring right. it to the show. We're very clear and open about the inspiration where we get the sure. ideas from our show. Yeah. There's not a lot of new ideas anymore. No. That's so, true. No. You know. But a good idea is a good idea. So if you have a show like right. ours and you come across something like this, then you have to institute. Plus, it has proven that everyone's really enjoyed it. Agreed. So here we go. It's been very polarizing. <laughs> as as everything else is in the group. Right. <laughs> and we recently started doing something called the Intern's Choice as Poll. As I know now, it's very polarizing. You don't know. <laughs> yes. You don't know, and you're not <laughs> in the group. Greg. 
So we recently started doing something called the Intern's Choice Poll. Of all the poll. things that are polarized. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. Sorry. Adam, it's your turn to talk over me. Get ready. <laughs> On three, two, and one. You can call it polarizing. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. oh, nice. That's, that's a, a fist bump, folks. <laughs> yeah, so we started doing an intern's choice poll, and that's where we put out the candidates before we record the show, and then everybody can vote on which candidate they want to, no matter what we decide, that right. candidate goes in. Right. So we're doing that again this time. Okay. So last episode, Tim Conway kicked off our 10th three-room apartment. Okay, that's not even a question. No right. Way. So I have these candidates this time. The first one is brought to us from Brad Cranford of my former roommate fame. That is the famous architect I.M. Pei. There's mm-hmm. no question. So a little bit about him. The New York Times is reporting <laughs> that architect I.M. Pei, who created some of the Dallas skyline's most iconic buildings, has died at the age of 102. Although Pei left significant imprints on New York, Boston, and Paris, there is no city that is quite so defined by his vision as Dallas, Texas. His designs include Dallas City Hall, the Morton H. Meyerson Symphony Center, along with three iconic Dallas skyscrapers, one Dallas Center, Energy Plaza, and Fountain Place in 1986. One of his only private residences was built in Fort Worth for the Tandy family. Set in Westover Hills, it is identifiable by a sail-like triangular projection that acts as a light source for the living space within. Ugh. That is really, that is really overthought. <laughs> One thing Pei was... An architect that overthinks right, things? Right, 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 right. Uh, no offense, I, Leslie. I, <laughs> I don't think my sister listens to this show, but this would make her very sad. One thing Pei was not was a preservationist. Preservationist? Ah, pre- preservationist. preservationist. Yes. Thank you. So in the 1960s, Pei became involved in the reformist urban renewal movement. One of the results was his plan for Oklahoma City was responsible for the destruction of most of that city's historic core. Wow. The destruction of it. Yeah. I like it. I didn't know that. I good for him. Of that. I didn't either. He went right against everyone else. It yeah. couldn't have been that great. No. Right. It's I'm Oklahoma sure. City. I'm sure. So, and, and while he was loved by his clients, he was often plagued by his critics. So, gentlemen, does I Am Pay get voted into a three-room apartment? <clears throat> Are we starting a new apartment? No, this would be the second edition, oh, the second said, room after okay. Tim Conway. And who is the first one? Tim Conway. <laughs> oh, you said the second room. Sorry. I misunderstood you. <laughs> so should I am pay join Tim Conway in the second room of our 10th Who are you asking first? John. John. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Greg. No question. No question None. gets in. None. Adam. He's in. No, Does, he's out. Adam, are you looking him up right now? Hell Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course <Okay>. I am. <laughs> All right. Like, I, my, my, no question. my kids know who I am Pay is. Yeah, yeah but like that's no localized question. to Dallas, probably. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. He's international. I mean, I, but, okay, he did the pyramid at the Louvre. I get yes. that. No. He's one of he the most famous architects. He did the pyramid at the Louvre. And, or, I get, I get that. that. <laughs> He's one of the most famous architects of all time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously. Yeah. There's like, <laughs> there's like. <laughs> okay, so, Chris. Yes. All right. Wait, were you answering the question or you vote yes? Oh no, you're asking me. No, or yeah, or is he in? I this is we, more. Most recently, we've had some where I was on the fence, and I was I would allow Adam to sway me one way or the other. I'm on the fence on this as well. I, I guess I would. I, I probably would. Yeah, but, I mean, but we talk about the criteria. I mean, we talk about impact, and you know, he, right. he's done a lot of great things. But he's just a celebrity. Well, it's not famous, about it's not about, uh, yeah, I know. 
I mean, he he is one he of the is. he is one of the most he famous. He's, he's, he's probably, he's, there's probably two architects I'm not saying he's I've a piece ever of, known. Just saying. That's no, I'm, not, I'm saying there's two architects I've probably ever known, and he is one of them. All right. Well, let's just let's just say this. Yeah, he, I think that would be a common thing if you polled a hundred yeah. people. Yeah, I agree. I, I think he's, he's he's got name recognition. He is one of the most famous influential architects. So so here's the bottom line. He came in second in our interns choice poll, getting 25 percent of the vote. I'm on the fence, and the two of you said yes. So that's kind of a soft majority. So soft. So if you if you could name like five painters, five artists, could you do it? Sure. Okay. So like, can you name five architects? I can name. <clears throat> like I said, probably two. I can get close. You can. Who? So Leslie Go. Morgan. I am Pay. <laughs> Leslie Morgan. Okay. Well, Leslie Morgan is. Yeah, she would be my in. sister. The dude that works next to her in the cube. <laughs> da- David. Uh, I am Pay. Frank, Frank Lloyd Wright. Those are the two really I know. Hard to say. Those are the two I know. That's the end of my list. Yes, me too. And Those yeah, are the only Frank two Geary. I know. Right, but that yeah, okay, okay. So then, like, I think he's, his name is Frank Geary. he's known in a series of two people that everyone knows. But my point is, I don't, I don't know architects. Well, I know, those yeah, that's two. fair. Yeah, yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Is is kind of the reverse of your point? No one knows architects, and he's a famous enough architect that almost every human being has heard his name. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I don't, I, I honestly, I don't have enough stake in this game to actually care. Right. If if like the architects were to get in, I'm just saying like right. know, we 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 have at least put the people through Does the Frank paces. Lloyd Wright make your list if he died today? <sighs> Has to. Yeah. Okay. He's yeah. at least as famous as Frank Frank Lloyd Wright. Frank Lloyd Wright. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to say. Yeah. All right. Well, like I said, soft yeah. majority. I am pay becomes the second resident in our tenth apartment, joining Tim Conway. Here is our. We should next. have a special guest from Leslie Morgan on this one. She had to call in on this. Yeah. Well, if we had time, we would do that. Here is our second candidate, Bart Starr, the quarterback who got at the Green Bay Packers to five NFL championships. Greg is motioning as if we shouldn't even renew. Why further. are we talking about this? Yeah, he's in like well Flint. for sure. But we, normally, what we do is oh, okay. even All if right. they're a right. even if they're a, we'll a shoe in, we it's we'll almost it becomes a tribute. Yeah. Okay. All right. So just for people that for some reason haven't heard of Bart Starr, (laughs) here's a little bit about him. So he won five NFL championships and was as popular as any figure in franchise history. He has recently died at the age of 85. Starr served as the extension of coach Vince Lombardi on the field during the Packers' glory days of the 1960s. He was at the center of the most successful seven-year stretch in NFL history with five titles, including wins in the first two Super Bowls. His most, he's most famous for leading the legendary drive and scoring the touchdown on the most iconic play in Packers history, the quarterback sneak that won the Ice Bowl in 1967 against... The Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys. That's why I'm voting no right now against him. He's not getting into the appointment. <laughs> Starr's highly successful NFL career began as a long shot. The Packers drafted him in the 17th round. In oh, 1956, that's awesome. The 200th player oh, that's, selected that's, overall. That's, he, they, I'm you know, surprised they make they a big deal about Brady then. all the time. They should make a big, bigger deal about Bart Starr. Right? <laughs> they, they compared yeah. him to Brady in that situation in this article from the University of Alabama. Brady was like the seventh round. Right. He right. was ten rounds later. That's right. He was picked. Number, <laughs> he was picked number 200. He remained extremely popular. When with there was fans. like three teams. That's right. Right. Because of his role as leader of Lombardi's Packers on the field and his gracious manner off the field. 
I'm just going to ask the question just because I have to. Does Bart Starr become the third and final member of our 10th apartment? Yes. Of course. Yes. No question. No question. Okay. Business done. Consensus. <laughs> Consensus. Bart Starr finishes up our 10th apartment joining I am Pei and Tim Conway. What a trio. <laughs> Who's first? <laughs> I am Pei. Who's first? Oh, Tim Conway. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> Here's our next candidate. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good right there. I actually fell for that. All right. Here's our next candidate. A little tougher, but I think I know what's going to happen. Bill Buckner, the longtime major <laughs> leaguer whose error oh, in the 1986 World Series this is for a tough years one. Lived in Red Sox infamy. Died recently at the age of 69. Nice. Right. Nice. He not, definitely should get in for that. Yeah, not to, <laughs> not right. to influence your decision. That's the only reason he's getting in. <laughs> a little bit more about Bill Buckner. Buckner played 22 seasons in the majors, was an all-star once, and won a batting title once? in 1980. Just that's, once. That's what it says. Oh, wow. But it was a ball that went through his legs at Shea Stadium on a cool October 25th night in 1986 that made for one of the baseball's most shocking moments. That blunder led to the Red Sox losing the World Series in Game 7 that followed. Buckner's teammates on the 1986 Red Sox said he was not to blame, noting Boston wouldn't even have been in the World Series without his efforts that season. Quote, no one played harder than Bill. No one prepared themselves as well as Bill Buckner did. And no one wanted to win as much as he did, said right fielder Dwight Evans uh, later. Bill Buckner had 2,715 hits in his career. Does wanting to win really matter? No, okay. it does. Everyone, everyone, I, had, I had the same reaction. Win. That's a terrible excuse. I, I not, agree. not LeBron. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> So here's an interesting note that might influence your decision. Bill Buckner had 2,715 hits in his career. 2,707 of those came in the 70s and 80s. The only player with more hits in those two decades is... Pete Rose. Pete Rose. That's an impressive amount of hits, dude. Yeah, it sure is. All right, let's go around the horn real quickly. Does Bill Buckner kick off our 11th apartment? I'll start. Yeah, please do, because I don't know what to do. I need to be swayed. Okay, no, not to add insult to injury, but I think the answer is no. I think that as great of a player as he was, Mm -hmm. we often talk about influence and impact and his record of achievements outside of his hitting, his hits, which was pretty impressive. Right. He really didn't do much after that. And unfortunately, he's known for like a blunder. Which, I mean, I'm it's so the, sad. Yeah. That, well, you know, because he seems like a really great guy. It's one of the biggest blunders in, in sports baseball. history. Yeah, in sports <laughs> history, you're right. Which, which, that's why I'm like, I'm on the fence, but I, 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 I would normally say no if it weren't for that. So I don't know what I'm going to say. But it's, uh, so my answer is no, because I think that, like, he did not, he was not famous enough with enough impact in order to earn the spot. Okay. He was a great guy, a great player. But this is the celebrity apartment. I think that is a case well made. My opinion is the same. I say no. John. I say no. I say no. Okay. Sorry, Sorry Bill. Bill. Damn, it's he's such a good yeah, guy, man. Him. <laughs> I agree, though, because, I mean, it was an iconic moment, and I'll never forget it, but it was that one. It's, it's iconically yeah. bad. Yeah. Well, it's like, so. would you let Steve Bartman in? Right. Right. No. Maybe. He was known only for something bad. Right. No. Okay. So we have yet to kick off our 11th apartment. We have one more opportunity. This one was brought to us by Paul Chomo. Of course. Singer-songwriter Leon Redbone, who specialized in old school vaudeville and Tin Pan Alley style music, died recently. He was also 69. 
Although in characteristically deadpan fashion, the official statement announcing his death gave his age as 127. (laughs) Here's a little more about him. Although Redbone's pop-defining predilection for seemingly antiquated musical styles of the 20s and 30s made him the unlikeliest of stars... He became one anyway, appearing several times as the musical guest on Saturday Night Live, including two spots in the inaugural 75-76 season alone, hmm. and landing frequent appearances on Johnny Carson on The Tonight Show in the 1980s. Later, popular success had him singing the themes for TV's Mr. Belvedere and Harry and the Hendersons, along with contributing a duet of Baby It's Cold Outside with Zoe Deschanel on the soundtrack of Elf for which he also voiced an animated character of Leon the Snowman. He was quirky as he was as quirky as he was iconic. Gentlemen, does Leon Redbone get to kick off our 11th apartment? So while I'll start this one off again. I think that while he didn't have at least from this list, I can't pull up a comprehensive list. He doesn't have a lot of like a ton of accolades, but the ones he has are really strong. <clears throat> Carson, Saturday Night Live, Elf, because Christmas. Those are big things and not easy to do in that time. I'm just saying. Well, I think that he's an interesting quirk in the music industry. That's really all he was. I mean, he was a contributor in a way, but he was kind of a, a specialty guy in the vein of Tiny Tim? Tiny Tim. He's yeah. not as tiny. He's not Tiny Tim level, but he's maybe Does like... Does Tiny Tim get in? Uh, that's a know. good question. If he'd have died today? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Probably not. Greg, do you have an opinion on Leon Redbone? I don't, but Leon so. Redbone's you started, out started. You, you told me his name and you started on it and I just kind of drifting off because I didn't care anymore. Unique voice. I was like, so no? I'm like, no from the beginning. I mean, no I, from Adam? Yeah, I, I was a yes. I think. That, oh, you're a yes. Yeah, I think that he has enough a, a, a critical niche stuff. <clears throat> but your point is valid. Well, he, he was very niche He passes the first list, litmus test, which <clears throat> almost everyone's heard the name Leon Redbone. Yeah. I, I have not really. Yes, See, I don't. Really? Again, I think in terms of if you surveyed 100 people on the street, you don't get much response. Okay. That's fair. So no from you? Sounds like a no. Greg? No. And how strong is your yes? It's swayable. Yeah. And I'm on the fence. So that that doesn't sound like he gets in. No. It has to be like a clear majority. Yeah. Wow. That's a little unexpected. So no, no to Bill Buckner and no to Leon Redbone. Well, I think that like that. Oh wait, is, hang on a second. It's closer. Sorry. And here's a live nomination from me for next week. Hang on, this just in. I forgot about our intern's choice poll that I made such a big deal about at the beginning. <laughs> Did Redbone get in? Fifty percent. Fifty? What? He got half the vote, which is a double, uh, twice what I and Pay got. So it doesn't matter what we think. Ah, because so Leon I, Redbone. Yeah, I speak in. for the people. He's in. Wow. So okay. v- via the results of the intern choice poll. Getting fifty percent of the total vote, Leon Redbone does kick off our eleventh. And wow. you know what? Yes. Until this moment, I didn't realize he died. <laughs> Until this moment, I didn't hey. even know who he was. <laughs> thank, Guess thank, what? So there you go. Leon I just Redbone feel like died. really absolved of this decision. Really <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Since you were the only yes. <laughs> yeah. It was a bit of a struggle just to be. Eh, never mind. <laughs> but right. Rip, Rip right. Torn died last week. That's the true. actor Rip Torn. Oh, he's, he's, he's in the queue. He's in the queue. Totally. All right. And uh, so that wraps up our candidates. So uh, we said yes to I.M. Pei and yes to Leon Redbone. No to... Bill Buckner. Bill Buckner. Oh, and yes to Bill Bart Starr. 
Uh, just a reminder to the listener, you know, it's been a long time since we've had anybody from the afterlife check in. So I'd love to hear from some of these, oh, that's a good these oh, recent yeah. people in the past just to see. Yeah. One of the things I'm just, the minor things that I'm curious about is have they sped up the onboarding process? That was a big problem. It was a big problem. <laughs> Huge. Let's wrap up today's episode, oh, gentlemen, do that. with some hotline messages. Perfect. Shall we? We shall. All right. Let's just jump right in. Here is our first one. Yo, Gravity Beard Hotline. This is Jerry Orn, the Road Warrior. Road Warrior. This is how I talk. Uh, we've been driving right now from uh, Salt Lake City to Reno, Nevada, and I think I have a new convert. Uh, for you. I have one of my employees with me. Uh, you want to introduce yourself? Uh, sure. Uh, hi, I'm Matt. Matt Olson, this is how I talk. Hey, Matt. Oh, hey, Matt. Uh, <laughs> Nailed it. Did. What? You signed my paychecks. What am I, oh, am I supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> we are impressing them into the I service. I got me there. I, don't sign your, I haven't signed paychecks in like two years. No, it's been longer than that. It's probably been like six years. Oh, really? You're going to needle me on technicality? Okay, okay. Wow. okay. <laughs> anyway, we are in the middle of the desert in between Salt Lake City, Utah, and Nevada. Huh. And suspiciously green. It is oddly green because of how much uh, water we've had this spring. Anyway, I've been doing a ton of traveling lately, and I have to Makes apologize sense. this last month with how much traveling I've done. I am so jet-lagged and so tired that I have missed uh, uh, calling in. You You know, usually I call in when I'm driving these long distances, (laughs) but uh, I've been flying nonstop lately, and it just isn't the same. You know, uh, what have we been listening to this road trip? We've been on the road probably, what, three hours about? So what have we been listening to? Three hours. I've been unconscious for the first leg, so... (laughs) <laughs> well, that doesn't vote well for. I don't think uh, you can tell this game works. Well, we <laughs> the Gravity Beard podcast. There you go. Yes. Whatever part I was conscious for. And apparently you guys put him to sleep, so I, I don't know. Sorry about I'm that. So I far guess. off to a bad start. <laughs> Get me awake while I was driving. <laughs> anyway, uh, this trip is fairly interesting because we're doing something that most people, I would venture to say, have never done. Um, we are hauling freshwater fish, trout. Uh, bluegill and wipers, and we are driving from Utah with valid permits and licensing in order to cross state lines. Very important with part. With fish. Very important. Very important part. Uh, a wildlife scares the crap out of me. <laughs> <laughs> and we have already crossed the state line, headed into Nevada uh, to deliver all of these fish that are in the back of a pickup truck in water. Um, headed to a, an aquarium. So not the same thing you would hear about every single day. So we do have around a 100 um, uh, passengers on this trek. Uh, however, I my phone would probably go in for a, an interview of them, but I don't think they have much to say. And then he got cut off. Dang it. <laughs> Well, thanks for calling in, Jerry. Good to hear from you, buddy. Yeah, yeah too long. Good to hear about the fish. Yeah, yeah. Th- thank you for adding a listener to our our audience. We really appreciate that. By even force. though he was coerced. Yeah, right. even it's though fine. he sounds like he's kidnapped. Which will right. <laughs> take it anyway. Once again, and, and Jerry has threatened his job if he doesn't listen. Yeah. No more signatures on paychecks. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Well, here's our next message. 
Hey, what up, Chris? What up, Adam? This is KG what from Top of Filmcast. Keith. Hashtag MVP. Calling in with a quick micro movie review. Oh, uh, very yes. timely. I just saw the brand new uh, Lion King remake. And uh, it is a very uh, stunningly beautiful looking movie. Um, could have been a little better with some of the other stuff with it. But looks real nice. Uh, but I'm hoping that uh, at some point in time on like a Blu-ray or something, the uh, fine folks at Disney will just make a version where Morgan Freeman just talks over and there's a whole nice little narration of uh, like a documentary, nature documentary style thing because it's uh, that would be kind of fun. So anyway, uh, again, this is how I talk. Oh, Keith. He hadn't said it in the beginning. Yeah, we didn't know it was actually Keith. <laughs> I was getting a little concerned. Oh, well, thanks, Keith, for calling yeah. with him with a micro mini review. Yeah, I, I like how he said, style. you know, the other things in the movie. <laughs> in true MVP fashion, he's That's keeping right. the call. He's just MVPing all over the place. Everywhere, bro. <laughs> Everywhere. Yeah, just can't contain him. All right, well, um, here's our next message. <laughs> and, here's and here's our here's next our message. message. Hey, Gravity Beers, it's Luke. This is how I talk. Hey, Luke. Oh, my goodness. I cannot believe what's happened. Finally got rid of the world's largest RV. Got myself something reliable. And I thought, ah, head down to old Tejas or whatever, Texas. Come on, Luke. Oh, Dallas, San Antonio. Oh, pardon the background background noise. So I thought I'd head there, and I saw some, like, people, something about stop here, whatever. They just wanted to make sure I was going somewhere. I, I don't know. I'm in like Jalipas or something like that. And uh, I have no clue. Uh, there are people here that are yelling at me and they say something about pesos or so. I, I, I have no pesos. clue. So, oh, no. And I got my wallet stolen and uh, the better rallies or whatever they're called. I, I have no idea. So I'm right now in a laundromat and huh. uh, having to no, I do not. Lava de los Butas. I, I have no idea. Pantalones in fuego. That's not good. Anyhow, I'm going to to work because I'm out of laundromat and uh, trying to get a couple pesos so I can get back north. Oh, uh, yes. I have a good one. Dunsky. <laughs> He's in oh, Mexico. Luke. By the way, He's in Mexico. Pantalones in fuego. fuego yeah. Yeah. It's always an acceptable yeah. term to use. No matter what the occasion. That is correct. <laughs> That's not great Spanish. He's, nope. d- he's not strong oh, in no, Spanish. No, that was not no. strong. Not, not a strong suit. Uh, conjugation. <laughs> and when he calls them pisos. Pisos? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm constantly worried for for and about Luke, but somehow he just keeps on trucking. Yep. Yeah. He, he makes this, it through. He has this level of determination that just he's able to keep on going. Well, and now he's got a, you know, a more singular target now that we're both in Texas. Yeah. But what's interesting is that up to this point, he's never been anywhere near Texas. Now he's flown past Texas. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is hard to do because it's a big place. It sure and is. just skipped right over it. It sure is. In his more affordable, his smaller, right, vehicle. smaller vehicle. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, all we can say is best of luck to you, Luke. We yeah. hope we see you soon. Yeah. We're waiting, buddy. All right. Well, Don't here, get thrown in a Mexican prison. Here's our next message. Hello, this is Russian Bear, and this is how oh. I talk. <laughs> yeah, I'm in fair. Las Vegas, the city of Zin. Oh. I'm here seeing oh, the sights. I go to check out Hoover Dam. 
I go to see Nevada Nuclear Test Site. I visit uh, friends in Area 51, Edwards Air Force <laughs> Base. I watch uh, Gwen Stefani show. Oh. Having a great, great time I indeed. She looked good. But the real point of this call is I know Chris, Adam, Greg, and John are having secret meeting. And I, I know what you are all up to. I oh. hope you understand. Nobody interferes with Russian bear's business. Oh, Just know, know, Russian bear is always watching. Yeah. What happens in Vegas? Russian bear blows up. <laughs> <laughs> so he's watching us all the time. How did you know like, we were gathering? I always like Russian bear. Dude, I really like him. It's a been lot. a long time since we've heard yeah. from him, but I'm. He uh, came on for this special always show. Watching. Whenever I hear from him, I'm always both um, overjoyed and then immediately terrified. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, uh, see, I'm a little terrified because all the things he mentioned are all the things that I did. <laughs> <laughs> He's watching you. <laughs> yeah, you're living. Which basically means he was absolutely trailing you the entire time you were there. <laughs> yeah, crap. And you wow. had no idea. No yeah. clue. You're lucky you but now, you up. now I'm dragging all you guys into it because yeah. he thinks that you guys are involved. Yeah. Yeah, we've never been the target. It's always been you. Yeah, I'm just well, sitting outside my, my apartment right now, just looking, just watching. If you see, if you see, yeah. you know, like suspicious vans, right, with well, a bunch of cigarette butts out the side. <laughs> yeah, the big, right. Yeah. I wasn't prepared to reveal this, yeah. but big Russian hat. <laughs> I was not prepared to reveal this, but since he called us out, we actually literally are having a closed door meeting. <laughs> That's right. All the doors in here are closed. That is Good correct. Point. So crap. It's that's super creepy that that's, he actually uh, is aware of that. Sorry, we guys. Our phones. Somehow, somehow that you guys are now involved in all of this. I don't yeah. even know how I got involved in International it. International espionage. Either. You know what? I don't either, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I just suddenly was in trouble with the mob. I, I like it when he checks in, but I liked him much better when he was down in Florida hanging out with Frank and Lois. With Frank and Lois, watching Queer Eye. That's exactly <laughs> where we need him. There was, a, just... there was a bunch of background music, too. I mean, background noise in that. Well, it sounded like maybe he was calling from a casino. Casino, Casino, an airport, something. And I I was in a casino last night. Wow. Oh, geez. Rap. Sorry, guys. Yeah, thanks a lot. Yeah. Yeah, Sorry, guys. (laughs) All right. Well, we are quickly running out of time, but we have... Peter DeVilvis. We have just one more message. Oh, please. Come on, baby. There's only one proper way to finish a a staff (laughs) meeting. (laughs) Yes. Come on. And this is how you do it. Brother John. Brother Greg, yes. what's happening, y'all? What's happening, and Peter? And welcome back. <laughs> Woo! <Hey>. Peter <laughs> the Bilbis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know me or not. I'm I a know big fan you. of the show, and usually I start that intro off by saying, Brother Toast, <laughs> Brother Harry, etc., etc. All right? I wanted to say welcome back to you guys. I was listening to... The hundredth episode oh, of the Gravity Beard Podcast. All right, glad you listened. Where all four of you were together for the first time ever. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. First of all, it was a fantastic show. All right. Thank the you. The four of you should get together more often. Oh, right. Yeah. You're the fantastic four of podcasts. Ooh, all right? nice. The fantastic four. All right. <laughs> And I'm not <laughs> suggesting that one of you is a female, all right? Because one of the female, one of the members of uh, the Fantastic Four is Susan Richards, the Invisible Girl. <laughs> I want you guys to know, all right, that personnel changes have been made in the Fantastic Four from time to time. Any of those, you could be Spider-Man. Spider-Man was in the Fantastic Four, all right? Okay, 
one of y'all, one of y'all could be uh, uh, Luke Cage. Luke Cage was in the Fantastic Four. All right. So I would never call one of you a woman. <laughs> <laughs> what if John right? wanted to be the invisible this. girl? Huh? A big takeaway I took from your 100th episode. All right. They say they say that uh, what, what, what's that expression? The way to a man's heart is through his stomach. All right. And you guys talk to my stomach, man. Because <laughs> y'all were talking about spare ribs, all right? Oh, yeah. Now you're talking. I love spare ribs. That's right, we you were. You understand me? All right? I and understand. A, and a bit of trivia for spare ribs. Oh. And oh. ribs in general. Okay. Two times in movies, all right? Ribs became an essential part, all right? In big scenes in movies, all right? Like in Way of the Dragon with Bruce Lee, all right? Where the guy comes in and he's like, He's like, he, he, uh, he's like, I'd like some Chinese spare ribs. <laughs> you need to tell me you don't know what Chinese spare ribs are. <laughs> all right? That's a great freaking piece of cinema right there. All right? <laughs> cinematic moment. And also, and I'm going to get you something. Yes. yes. All right? Chris that Rock. movie where, where, where Chris Rock comes in and he that says, let me get one. One rib. All right? That's one of the, you, you don't see, you don't he see. a good Chris Rock. Masterpiece. All right, masterpieces like that in movies and piece of trash movies like like Water for Chocolate, right? Like Water for Chocolate, <laughs> one of the worst movies ever. They should have called that movie like Barbecue for Spare Ribs. Then it would have been a better movie. All right. <laughs> And then he gets cut off. What? Oh. Oh. It's okay, fellas. He called back. Yes. Hell yeah. Here's the rest of Peter's message. <laughs> Dag nabbit! <laughs> I got cut off. All right, guys, I'm gonna keep this short. I don't wanna. I don't wanna. You know. Uh, you know, keep rambling as I've been rambling. No, I got cut ramble. off no, by the please. phone. That's happened to me one time before. But I'm very excited. The four of you are back together again, man. Yay. All right. Yeah. So no, the five know, of us, Peter. I play this, and I can end That's my right. my rant That's on like right. water for chocolate. I hated that movie, all right? It should have been called, like, Barbecue for Spare Ribs, like I said in the last message, all right? Oh and I'll God. tell you something else, okay? That entire movie, like Water for Chocolate, the, like Water for Chocolate is a bum. The whole movie is a bum, all right? Just like in My Cousin Vinny, where the whole store caught the flu, well, that whole movie is a bum, all right? <laughs> <laughs> That's it, man. Welcome back to you two guys. Uh, and, 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 hey, uh, uh, you know, the four of you should keep doing this every once in a while, man. You know what I'm saying? You guys are great together. Talk to you later. Peace. <laughs> oh my goodness. He is the greatest. The, the only Peter way the Russian bear gets bumped to second to last is because he calls it. I know. Yeah, none of the number one spot. There is only one Peter DeVille. Yeah. He is the greatest. Peter he is the best. Freaking he is the best. He's Dude. so happy. He's just such. He's he, delivers so, that was like, he does great impressions. You talk about yeah. Tom gold, Jones. Audio gold. Talk about the bands now. Yeah. That was yeah. like un- unfiltered, unadulterated Peter yeah. Bilbis. Yeah. That yeah. was like 150. That was so great. God, I love that guy. So, so, so I, was, I. I was telling Adam this. If that- anyone hates Peter Bilbis, we should just rid them of this earth. Right I agree. Now. <laughs> the sweet release of death <laughs> yes, will be upon should, yes. them. Because <laughs> if you can't enjoy him, no. you can't enjoy nothing. Yeah, you don't. You can't enjoy any part of life if you don't enjoy Peter Bilbis. No, that's, that's 100. So I was exchanging messages with him prior to the show. And he, he goes to a ton of concerts, constantly. Yeah. He's always going to concerts. He just went to an Eagles tribute band called Eagle Mania, 
And he's go- on August the 1st, he's going to see the Rolling Stones. Which They're is crazy. Really? Yeah, he's barely wow. on tour. Uh, that's awesome. I don't, what, what, what do you say about Peter yeah. Vilvis? I mean, that's best. an ender. He, it, that, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's nowhere the to world go from there. ender. No, there isn't. Yeah. And, and that's that's always the best way to Wait, end a staff meeting. I have a. We should. How about this? Peter Devilvis running for president, 2020. Heck yeah! <laughs> Heck dude, yeah! He's I, my vote. Yeah, dude, my vote. No doubt. Let's do now. it. Let's do it. Uh, it, it. Just you know, Peter said, "Hey, we should do this together more often." That could be one of the results of Adam moving to to Austin. That's right. I hope is, so. Is that, is that there's a decent chance that Adam will be up here from time to time? We've already yep. talked about that. Yep. That could absolutely precipitate the four of us getting together on and a more frequent say, basis. Eight days. Yeah. Nine days. No. Yeah. Wow. So there you go, Peter. Uh, g- good news because wow. that wish may come I true. I hate moving. I, I also hate moving. This. I can't <laughs> stand moving. All right. Well, uh, Adam, John, Greg. Without further ado. Oh, man. I was really hoping for more but, ado. No, I'm sorry. Uh, we could go for hours. This is, that is absolutely true. But actually, I can't. Yeah, because you're supposed you to be get a performance. We're about to pack perform. up, get in the car, so I can go do a live performance on stage. What time are you yeah. supposed to be there? Five uh, about, about 20 minutes. Oh, my gosh. So, what? without further ado, this concludes our staff meeting. Some brief credits before we go. The content of these meetings is generated almost entirely by our talented team of interns. If you'd like to contribute to the show, we'd love to have you join the team. Just search Gravity Beard Interns on Facebook. It's where we have very serious conversations about the dumbest things ever. You can call us on the hotline if you like. That number is 321-465-2180. The bar has been set very high by our friend Peter. If you enjoyed the show, please tell other humans about it. Gravity Beard is a proud member of the Podfix Network. To find other great shows consistently creating platinum-level content, go right now to podfixnetwork.com or search at Podfix on Twitter. Our theme song is Walking the Dog. This catchy tune is Above and Beyond. Both are by Silent Partner. can be found on the YouTube audio library. Additional music in this episode is by Kevin McLeod. Promotional consideration this episode comes from Justine and Santiago and the talented team at Weird With You. From our dear friend and co-host, Lord Saunders. For my special guests, John and Greg, the host of Gravity Beard. <laughs> I'm your co-host, Toph. This meeting is adjourned. Say bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye, Peter. You can enjoy that, Chris. Yeah, <laughs> please, please do that the whole show. <laughs> Greg, yours isn't wedged into your right eye, so that's pretty good. <laughs> Oh, you're, do- firmly you're, you're doing right it again. Nostril. You're doing it again. That's not going to make for a good recording. Hey, now you sound like Next me Next time on someone podcast. puts this on their mouth, they're going to be <clears throat> regretting it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, nice. That's, that's a, a fist bump, bump folks. <laughs>
Mein Führer, we have intercepted a disturbing communication from America. I am not disturbed, I am the Führer. Heil me! Heil Hitler! Continue! It appears to be a communication to two agents codenamed Adam and Tuff. Tuff? Gesundheit. They have been sent to deliver something called a podcast. Clearly some form of secret propaganda weapon, mein Führer. This podcast propaganda weapon does not worry me. I have Goebbels. Oh dear, that sounds painful. Are you having them treated? Nein, Josef Goebbels, mein propaganda chief. Short guy smells of bratwurst and Leni Riefenstahl. Ah. But there is more, mein Führer. They are succeeding in undermining our morale with a continually repeated phrase. National Day. Over and over. National Buffet Day. National Organ Donor Day. National Wisconsin Day. Wisconsin? Yeah, you know, the Packers. Jeez. Fonzie. They think this podcast will bring a great day for their nation. Puh, I spit on their National Day. Every day is National Socialist Day. Yesterday at my son's school was National Anti-Bullying Day. Was? Don't the Nazis be cool? I, I mean, National Bullying Day. Great success. Oh, the little kids were beaten to a sticky pipe. Heil Hitler! See, that's how it's done. I don't ask for much, just the world and a crisp heil from mine unterlings. Mein Führer, I bring grave news. We know when the American weapon will be used. When? This week. Today. Do you know what it is? It is... Eine Gravity Beard. Scheiße, ein whole beard? We can barely master a toothbrush moustache between us. And they plan to commit this outrage where? In your face, Hitler. Gott in, in Himmel. Himmel.